Hello, and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. This is episode 99. I'm Chris. This is Emmett. And this week, top five of 1999. Yes. Final so, top five the of the final, 90s. Final, 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 uh, yeah. A very, um, whew. A uh, lot of lot of movies we talked about. A lot of movies. Uh, our, our, uh, not just our final top five of the nineties, also our penultimate decade top five. Yeah. Um, Do you want to talk about what how we're doing the next one? Uh, no, we'll throw that at the end of this episode. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So uh, nineteen ninety nine big year in movies. Holy crap! Yeah, pretty huge. Um, um, anybody who kind of is really familiar with like movies and or like you know movie buff type people probably know that like nineteen ninety nine is one of those kind of often talked about. You yeah. know, it's one of those like watershed like movie years. It's like an eighty six or an eighty four or you know. Um. Well, sort of. I mean, those were just years that happened to have like some movies that we really like, but like it, it's. 99 is one of those ones that people really talk about for not only just the sheer number of quality movies, mm-hmm. but, like, also just how, like, the significance to the industry that uh, that yeah, year yeah. had with sort of the developments and stuff. Um, you can read all about it. Like, just Google, like, 1999 movie in movies, and, like, there's so many articles mm-hmm. and, like, all kinds it of stuff about how... It was a ridiculous how... year for rolling blockbusters. Yeah. Like, it was just one big hit movie yeah. into the next like like Hollywood made a lot of money in 99 yeah. off a I mean, lot it was, of films it was big it was that way crazy. but it was, it was also big just in terms of a lot of different like um yeah like I say just yeah. google that there's uh, some, like there's, some movies. Stuff there. there's a lot of articles just about how you know there are so many interesting kind of developments and, and changes and stuff like that um in the industry at that time um as well as just being like a ton of good movies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's I, a very, I, very interesting year, very interesting way to kind of finish off the, that decade. <laughs> I definitely, um, had some trouble with, with, with picking my top five out of this. Cause I was just like, I really like all these films. Yeah. You know, like the, the, the oh, as usual, well, the, the higher ends of the I, list were easier. I, I have like, I have a top five, Yeah, but I'm also right. It's stupid. In a like, way, it's so good. <laughs> in a way, aside from my number one, yeah, as usual, uh, in a way, like the rest of them, the order doesn't really matter that much yeah. because it's just it's the f- it's the other four movies that were kind of the ones that are the most notable mm-hmm. for me, um, and then. For like honorable mentions or all surrounds or whatever, a bunch you want of those could have just been in my top five as oh, well. Oh, easily, yeah. <laughs> easily. Um, and not only that, but beyond my list and my honorable mentions list, there are lots of other great movies yeah. from that year that I just didn't make note of because you know they're not necessarily my kind of thing, or yeah. I just don't have too much of a personal connection to mm-hmm. them. But like they're they're like my my list, even with all the honorable mentions and stuff. It doesn't include like many other like very highly acclaimed yeah. and great films of that year, which I totally recognize the fact that they're great. I just don't have as much of a personal <laughs> connection or experience with them. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Like yeah. there's so much good stuff that year. Yeah, no, it. it I, uh, I had sort of forgotten. Spoiled like, for I, choice. Yeah, like I didn't even realize uh, like how crazy it was. Also, like thinking back to how many of these I saw in the theater. I must have gone to the theater like 20 times that year. It was nuts. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I know a, a couple of these, like, probably spilled over, like, into, yeah. like, early 
I almost said early 2017, into early into early 2000. So maybe I I saw them, you know. Yeah. So like, but holy cow! Well, especially stuff that maybe had like limited releases near the end of the yeah, year type yeah. thing, yeah, or yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, there's often like yeah, like Plus which whatever I, get whatever is the big Christmas Day release. Good chance you can see that like the fifth of January yeah. too. It's usually still in the theater by then. You know? Plus, I mean, by then for me, by then I was starting to think about like DVD and things oh, like yeah, that. Exactly by yeah. that point, yeah. right? So, you know, for sure. Um, you know, I'd been I'd started getting DVDs like you know fairly early on. Like I was mm. a pretty early adopter on DVDs. Like I was probably starting to get them like within kind of you know the first little bit that they started coming out like around maybe 97-ish, you know, mm, like, mm. it was quite early on, because um, I remember the first couple I got, <laughs> I probably have, I've brought this up on the podcast before, but the first couple I got were, like, gifts. Oh, right. Because right, it was, right. like, you know, people were just like, oh, we know that you're, like, getting DVD, you have a DVD player now, but, you know, you need some DVDs, so, like, I think the first one I ever got um, was, like, uh, The Usual Suspects, I think I mentioned that when we mm-hmm, talked about mm-hmm. that. That was a gift, and then um, the Blade Runner director's cut. DVD. Yeah, that's I got that. That's such I got a that good... from like my mom, so that was a gift. And then, because early on they were still pretty expensive a lot of times, right? Mm-hmm. Like relatively speaking, I mean they weren't crazy expensive, but compared to well, they weren't like VHS well, when those were like with the decline. You know, you, well, well, I mean when well, those were super crazy expensive in yeah, the earlier days, is. but like by but by that point, by the late nineties, like yeah. VHS had gotten so cheap. Yeah, it was, but but like but. <laughs> You know, so they weren't like that expensive, and they weren't as they weren't even, but you know, they were in that sort of like what like CDs and stuff were yeah, like yeah. They were that sort of thirty dollar kind of thing. So you know, you had to be kind of choosy. And then like I remember when they first were CDs like thirty bucks for like forever, yeah, for so long. Wow, I must have just always bought. I don't remember. I don't think I would have ever paid thirty dollars for a CD. I must have always just bought stuff cheap, like on sale and stuff. Well, we bought a lot of used CDs because yeah, there was, maybe good, that was, there was good used CDs. Because I can't think there's any town. way I would have bought it. But I mean, now like CDs are like a, a twelve, ten, twelve dollar. Yeah, which is really not that much less when you think about it. Yeah, like, well, for, for the amount of time that it's been. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is most things don't go down in price. So yeah, well, know. I mean, stuff like that does. But yeah, but yeah, but I mean, like now it's like you know, you can find like DVDs for like you know. A couple of bucks like new like with, yeah, they, oh, yeah, they, they yeah, throw yeah, them yeah. in those bargain bins and yeah, stuff yeah, in exactly. stores yeah, and yeah. they're like brand new copies but they're like you know like 4.99 mm-hmm. you know and heck like for for some decent sales like uh sometimes for like um uh you know um like uh boxing day sales or you know boxing week sales now yeah. i guess um <laughs> you know you can sometimes get like b- new blu-rays for like five bucks yeah, for yeah, certain yeah, yeah. for like certain titles so I mean, like I've I've got a couple of things like that. So I mean, like it's crazy. That, too many. They're that stuff to is crazy stock. cheap yeah. now. But like then it was like, yeah, DVDs were like pretty much like mm. thirty bucks. And so I remember when I first started seeing, and I mean, it was fairly early on. It was like maybe by like ninety eight, nine, you know, early ninety nine, maybe. Um, you started to see like occasionally there would be stuff that was like extra cheap. Yeah, it was like maybe like because it wasn't mm. like they were just trying to move it or yeah, like yeah. for whatever reason or too many yeah kinda, for, for yeah, whatever yeah. reason and like i've started seeing like like oh and that's like when like the bargain hunting yeah. started you know and i was just like oh well, it's, it's actually it possible was, to get was, dvds cheap sometimes exactly. you just gotta well, look for it, it too you know? early in the kind of like the the rise of the dvd to get like secondhand dvds yeah. and stuff yeah people weren't giving them oh up, yeah there wasn't you know, no it wasn't, because it was yeah, all yeah. just still like yeah. mostly early adopters at yeah, the time yeah 
So, the yeah. DVD players still were expensive. Yeah. You know, like, so... Anyways. I mean, I didn't own one. <laughs> it was years yeah. before I... I mean, the, I, guess I the mean they weren't that expensive. Yeah. They weren't, like... I mean, when, they weren't, like, when VCRs first came yeah, out. Exactly, or even yeah. when Blu-ray players first came out. Right, Those are crazy. Right. Like, DVD players weren't that expensive. Yeah. But they weren't, like, now, where you no. just, like, 50 bucks I mean, or, you know, 40 bucks for a DVD player. I've never owned a DVD player on its own. It was either my DVD drive in my computer... Yeah. Which or, is not, which was not cheap. No, they're not cheap. Well, that's because <laughs> back were, in the day, because they were also they yeah. were also writers, yeah, yeah, as well. So that is why. But I, yeah, they were not cheap. Uh, of course, neither were original CD-ROM burners either. But yeah. you know, that's what I mean. Uh, like, I remember those stuff. being like three hundred dollars. All that stuff was not now you cheap couldn't at give first. one away. Yeah. Um, and uh, or or like I think the only like I guess sort of more dedicated like TV hookup was. Uh, I guess my Xbox 360. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess that's, you know, years and you know, that came out years and years ago. Yeah. Uh, or well, maybe the first Xbox played DVDs. Mm. No. I don't think it so. It might have because uh, PS2 did. Cause, yeah. Because it was PlayStation mm. 1 started with CDs. Yeah, PS2, yeah, yeah. PS2 went to DVD and then PS3 went to Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was a step each time. So uh, first Xbox probably played DVDs. But so probably I don't played. know. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, impossible to look up, um, because it's all Xbox One or 360. Yeah, well, nobody I, remember it had such right. a short lifespan. Well, yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. we got to move on anyway. So, all right, um, so I know you're first up this week. I am. Yeah. Uh, ooh, ties, crossovers. You mean? Yeah, crossovers. Um, yeah, I mean there'll be some, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Two, two. I'm, I'm guessing two. I'm guessing two. Uh, right. Unless, unless you got, unless you surprise me with with something, something real. Um, but uh, right. I'm guessing too. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, what do you got? What do you, what's your number? Uh, so my number five is a film that um, I think probably a lot of other people mm-hmm. probably liked more than I did. Oh. It's a really highly talked about or highly like acclaimed film, and I liked it. But um, so I made it on your list. Well, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> But not as much as like what everyone. It, it's one of those ones that I felt like everyone kind of went a little bit overly um, gaga for. But um, well, it, it'll be easier to explain why oh, it's okay. on my list versus anything else at, at the end. Yeah. But um, so I'll get into the, that more later. But for now, it's um, being John Malkovich. Ah. Um, uh, it's uh, that is top of my also rants. Right. Yeah. Okay. So for me. Um, the reason that I'd use this one is because um, a lot of the other movies that I remember, like I haven't seen it in quite a while, D- to say. and a lot of the other movies that I remember liking, um, I either have, it's been so long and I don't remember enough to really say like, this was a great film, mm-hmm. or it's stuff that like I know wasn't really that good, but <laughs> enjoyed it at the I time, just, and that was well, or 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 I still enjoy oh. it for certain specific it, reasons. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm just like, eh, it's not a great film overall. So I decided that it's better to pick something that I know is like well respected and good that I do like a lot, or that I do think is really interesting. Um, but it's number five because it's just like I I don't think it's. I didn't, I didn't like it as much as what a lot of people, mm. but obviously like, it's a really interesting, um, movie. A, a lot of people, I feel, I, I feel like I'm in the same boat as you. A lot you of people it. cite it as, you know, um, you know, just, uh, yeah, like it was kind of, um, 
I don't know how to describe it, but like, yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's a it's sort of odd and quirky, but oh, it has, yeah. has some Super. really good some really good performances. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just it's such an odd, like oddball concept that like it's almost kind of I um, you know like what stuff what, I what, about what even is this you know so much of the 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 oddness like, about yeah. it like was, i feel like i don't really understand it let's put it that way yeah, like i feel like that's a, that's a like i don't really get what the point of it this movie was mm. like i don't really see what it's trying to say really yeah but it's interesting on the basis of its uniqueness mm-hmm. um it's well executedness if that, that's a word mm-hmm. um and especially on the performances mm-hmm. um Malik- john malkovich is great um and you know John Cusack is really good. Um, uh, who was Cameron Diaz? You know, a, a very different it, kind of performance like the for her at the time. Strangest autobiography that could not possibly be true. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, but like st- stuff like the like whole a tall tale almost. But stuff like the whole thing with, um, you know, I don't know. It just yeah, it's weird. It. I, I don't really know how to describe I w- it. I wish I'd actually seen this movie more recently. More re- yeah, sort of uh, why, because like I think been, I could probably... Been, but still, I... I, I only, like, clearly only remember, like, a th- just a couple of things. Yeah. Out of it. I, I remember... But, I have a lot of, like, impressions of things. Like, mm-hmm. I remember, like, moments. <laughs> the weird half floor when they get off the elevator. Yeah, I don't really remember, like, whole scenes well, but I remember a lot of, like, moments. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I guess is kind of what really matters in yeah. some ways. But... Uh, mostly, I just remember like I was very impressed with the the performances and things like that, um, and uh, yeah, it's just a really interesting concept. But I I don't know somehow it had a very intriguing. It, it didn't like, quite. What are they going to show me next? Yeah, kind of kind of feel. Yeah, to it. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's an unpredictability because when you do a concept like this, it's kind of mm-hmm. all bets are kind of off. Yeah, yeah, it's like you don't really know like where is it going? What are they doing? And 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 that is also kind of a fault in a way because when you can kind of do anything, then nothing really matters mm. because you can't kind of wrap your head around, you know. Well, you have to make the 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 things you specifically choose to do. Yeah, they they need to serve a very specific and, purpose. And the only thing that really saves it, like story wise or plot, and the only thing and, that really saves it from being kind of just like that sort of scattered mess. Like, like I like say, is like nonsense. Is like yeah. very well executed and and the acting. Like yeah. that's really the things that kind of make it work. I think mm-hmm. if it wasn't for yeah. that, then it, I think it would just be like a total mess. Yeah. But it is a yeah, it is a very much liked movie. It yeah. Is, um, but yeah, it is definitely one I should I should probably crack down and, and see again. Yeah, <laughs> it turns out like oh no, I don't like this at all. No, <laughs> but but no, no, I, I like I, it. I mean, I always liked it. I just I, you know I thought that people went a little crazy for it in comparison uh, yeah. to how I felt it really. You know, but but that's just maybe it's just not personally super to my taste. Nah. But you know, obviously it's still very interesting. Um, some really good things about it. It's on the list. Mm. Um, for and I'll explain like I say I'll explain yeah. more towards the end because oh, yeah. it, it ties in with the sort of my honorable mentions yeah. and stuff so yeah oh. anyways yeah. number five being John Malkovich excellent okay. um, my number five is uh, both comedies Office Space and Galaxy Quest uh, two really great comedies um, uh, one uh, a Galaxy Quest a parody of Star Trek and well kind of a lot of stuff like star yeah. wars just everything yeah it's, i mean it's sort of a parody of that sort of world of, that, of yeah. you know a genre of of, of, a sh- of a sci-fi show mm-hmm. that 
um, you know, had a fan base and then, you know, it ended and then like the actors got older and then, you know, but they of just, course, all they do is the conventions. Yeah. They just like and, do uh, conventions yeah. and stuff. Cause they're so typecast mm-hmm. and stuff. And then, you know, the fans are bugging them about everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's well, that standard. Of, some, some of them, had, it was that thing where it's, it's like some of them felt they deserved more success. Yeah. Then they got it. Others of them actually got like success posted. And so like you had that whole mixed bag. Yeah. And then like the cast is so amazing. Uh, like you think usually for parody films, you get, usually you get, you get a bunch of comedians and like, it's not, you, you're not filling your cast with like a lot of like high level like like listed like actors in, in yeah. usually. I mean, it depends in, on the, what you're going for. Yeah. That's the you know, type of thing. Um, for, especially sort of more in the like this era of parody with stuff like scary movie and stuff like that you know um which had you know there's a lot of people we didn't know about at the time who have since you know used those things to, yeah. to become yeah. you know more well-known comedian actors um uh but with like you know Sigourney Reaver yeah, yeah. Uh, Reaver <laughs> Sigourney Weaver and you know Tony Shalhoub and um Tim um Toolman Tim, um, Tim Allen oh, yeah, and Tim. Alan Rickman, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam Rockwell, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like holy crap, yeah. Um, and you know, yeah, pretty early Sam Rockwell, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, well, uh, anything sort of pre like Hitchhiker's, Hitchhiker's Galaxy, Guide, yeah, yeah. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy mm. is kind of like early Sam Rockwell because most people didn't know he was, or I guess. When did um, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind come out? Because I guess that was Oh, kind of... yeah. But yeah, I think yeah, even yeah. that was after that. I think that was around early 2000s as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Pretty sure it was. Is, uh... Oh, yeah, 2002. So, yeah, yeah. quite a bit. So, later. it was, like, yeah, basically yeah. anything before that, I think, pretty much mm-hmm. constitutes early Sam Rockwell. Because yeah. that's kind of the first thing he got really kind of known for. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a leading actor anyways. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, definitely. That definitely really... Yeah. Give him that visual boost for people. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess it would probably would have been like Iron Man after that. Um, well, I guess it was only... Well, that's probably one of the biggest mainstream yeah. things he's done, but yeah. The moon, kind of, which I know isn't yeah. that old, but that really... Yeah. You know. But uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was... It was... Uh, did a real good, like, wind-up into the, into the film. Yeah. And it, it did a good job of, like, being a parody, but not... Like, parodies can definitely go down a route that is, like, you know and they i think they did a real good uh, job of um i guess maybe helped you know having good actors and clearly a a budget and stuff like that helped them make this like you could have almost made this movie like not a parody with all exactly the same elements uh well yeah you know, i mean like, it's <laughs> Like, yeah. you could have made it like a more ser- there could have been a more serious pr- like non like where we're clearly drawing inspiration from other things All right. element uh, you know uh, uh, yeah, but of course was... like the movie clearly takes well, place in nature. a world where like there's no Star Trek yeah Their Galaxy Quest was the Star yeah, yeah, Trek yeah. But, you I mean, know the, the nature of it yeah. I mean it's kind of like uh, when you're talking about like that thing you do you know it's yeah, kind of yeah, there's a good example it's pulling yeah, yeah. ideas from these sort of tropes that have, have mm. built up around yeah. The idea of a show yeah. like that, yeah, you know, like the, the show is the trope, in, yeah, in this. Well, and yeah. the whole thing with you know what happens afterwards when you're like typecast, and then, yeah. but you have this huge fan base of uh, like fans, but like all they really care about is the show you did like 20 years ago or whatever yeah. it is, yeah. you know, and it's like 
that whole kind of thing, yeah. you know, that, and, that all the Star Trek actors have gone through. Yeah. Like, that's and I mean, an inevitable and, thing. Well, oddly you know? enough, like, Doctor by, Who, by Doctor Who actors, you know. Like, most of the people that were in Next Generation were more or less, if it wasn't for the fact that the movies, yeah. you know, were sort of in this this boat yeah, like to some degree yeah, yeah you know like you you didn't see a lot of those people like it wasn't just like oh there's all the actors from yeah. star trek and all these other shows that just sort of didn't no. happen you, you got your patrick stewart here and there and you got yeah. you know a couple of people it, but it wasn't things, really but... till like the 2000s that even i think that that started to like yeah they even started to really break out of that yeah. like very much at all yeah. like even I mean, like Shatner being like the main major, uh, yeah, well, you know, thing yeah. of that. It's like who remembers anything Shatner did other than Star Trek? Yeah, until like he started doing, you know, all the stuff that he did like since then, like with mm. you know Boston Legal and stuff, yeah. where like he actually became known as like, oh, now he's like, you know, suddenly everyone was like, oh, he's actually a really good but actor. He wrote tech War. <laughs> yeah, and it's like suddenly, suddenly everyone's like, oh, he's actually a really good yeah, actor, yeah. and he's like winning Emmys and blah blah, blah yeah. for this like quirky like lawyer show yeah yeah, and it's like it was kind of like this weird rebirth of like oh yeah William Shatner an actor that had kind of has been gone for like 30 years after like decades of people just being like oh he's he's like a joke he's Captain Kirk and nothing else or he's a joke right like so very odd kind of thing but yeah that didn't really happen until after this so yeah yeah it's pretty on the the Galaxy Quest is pretty on the nose for how things were for pretty much all those people for like you know, twenty years at mm. least, um, and then I just, I just love, the, I, I, I kind of, I, I really like that whole. I've always been a fan of that whole, like, I guess it's a bit of like a fish out of wa- the water scenario where they're like, oh, they have to pilot an actual spaceship, yeah, yeah, which of course yeah. they don't have any idea, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, and I mean, there's a, there's definitely a huge sort of feel good aspect to it of like, oh, yeah. the whole kind of storyline of like these, they have to like. They have to well, a lot of them, rise like, up to the, each other. They have to the rise up to the occasion and like, and, like too, become so, yeah. become the crew that they were they pretended, that they to, be pretended for, to be yeah, when they were yeah, actors, exactly. and then you know and actually oh. and actually work together and actually do great things and be heroic and save the day. Yeah, um, which is like you know it's just a really sort of positive message that is kind of you know sure it may not be very realistic, mm-hmm. but positive messages. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's good. Though. Like, is what you want, yeah. you know, in in a in this day and age, I think, yeah. especially, mm-hmm. you know. So. Um. Also, uh, I I knew it was a liked film, but I didn't realize how liked. Like, it is super high rate. It's ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I was well, like, there's nothing really majorly wrong with it. No, I think if I, you're not really into it, it's just yeah. not to your taste. I I, I guess. Yeah, exactly. But you can't yeah, really I mean, cite anything yeah. significantly no, wrong no. for it. The the, uh, the effects are good. Like, well, that for, was the thing they had for, like, budget. Like nineties, like nineties effects. Yeah, like, yeah. They, they. I mean, obviously, it's getting to the end of the nineties, so yeah. they were starting to get pretty solid anyway. But you know, the the, the effects are decent. Mm-hmm. The acting's all good. You yeah. know, like you said, they they got a lot of really good actors I mean, and stuff. I, and it, it's it, well written. It's I well, guess it's a, the the funny thing is, it's actually in some ways more highly rated than like. The thing it's parodying, because like are any of the Star Trek Next Generation movies rated ninety percent? I have no idea. But (laughs) Uh, that's maybe maybe maybe. But I mean, you know, it's not even really a fair comparison because that just means that it's more, it's like more mainstream. It's more kind of it's brought down to a more digestible. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's interesting that the 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 parody of a thing Mm -hmm. can be brought like to that more like like yeah that more mainstream than the thing itself when. 
You think, like, what's more mainstream than Star Trek? <laughs> you know? I mean, even if you don't watch it, you know, you've heard of it. You know? Like, there's just, you know. Yeah, but knowing of it and, yeah, yeah. and being, like, into it is a yeah. different thing. Um, and then, yeah, and then the other the other one is, uh, the other comedy is Office Space. All which, right, so um, Office Space is my number four. Oh, so, okay, excellent. We can jump in on that. Yeah, we yeah. can combine on that one. Um, it's, um... Uh, now, that's a movie that I have seen many times. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those, like, all-time classic comedies. Yeah. It is ridiculously funny. S- like, super clever. There's just... Very quotable. Yeah, I'm mean, well, crazy quotable. <laughs> I mean, we, we, I we've been it. using quotes from it for... I quote it all the time. Ever since we saw it. All the time. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just... It's one of those kind of... Where it's just packed full. Like, yeah. it's just hilarity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, but it... But not to the point of, like, it's not, like, a stupid funny, like, no, where no. it's, you know, like, a lot of these, like, you mentioned sometimes, like, spoof movies and stuff like that. Like, a lot of these kind of real, like, bottom-of-the-barrel kind of spoof yeah, movies yeah, yeah. where it's all just about, like, jokes. Yeah. But they're just, like, real, like, just lowbrow, like, yeah. bottom-of-the-barrel jokes. Or they're that, like, outrageous they're, like, level constant. of joke where, like, this is so dumb. Yeah. We know it's, like, not trying to be funny, but because it's so dumb, it's sort of, like, just... Yeah, the dumbness of it makes it amusing, and yeah, but this so, is but this is also Mike Judge, yeah, who so it's is, about something, yeah, it's and, making a yeah. comment about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it it's like socially relevant. It's it's, it's almost satire, like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it is satire. Yeah, it doesn't really go heavy on no. that satire. It's more the satire is more just kind of like a basic, like, mm. like a a foundation mm. to like build upon more like a foundation to sort of build upon yeah um i mean it's not as heavy satire as like say something like um you know uh idiocracy mm. which, which he did later which yeah. was not as successful because i think it maybe went a little too far it was a little too real yeah people were kind of a little bit scared well, by like oh man uh, now we're getting a little bit too intense the with the office satire. space office space had a identifiability of it um that like it was I mean, in more ways, being that it took place, like, in a more realistic setting, was more real than Idiocracy, but it was something that everybody, like... Well, I just Everybody mean, could go, oh, yeah, we we know exactly yeah, what yeah. you're talking... Versus, like, Idiocracy was, like, that scary real... That's what I mean. <laughs> that's what I, Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It was maybe it, a little was, too intense. It was the real of tomorrow that nobody wants to think about. Yeah, exactly. It was maybe a little... Except, unfortunately, it's now the real of yeah. today. It was maybe a little too intense for, like, people to really kind of, you know, people were kind of scared by, like, oh, yeah. God, and, like, may, could it actually head that way? Yeah. Whereas, like, Office Space was more just kind of, like, this is a reality that millions of people live with every day as to what their, like, yeah. working life is. And so it's, like, it's just very relatable, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, even if you don't specifically work in that kind of cubicle paperwork kind of type of job, you've all had a coworker like this. You've all yeah, had yeah, but a it still has a lot kind of, of yeah, exactly, a lot yeah. of applicability. Mm-hmm. You know that goes beyond just that. Everyone's world. had a boss like that. You know, yeah. It's, it's... Everything's had. Everybody's had some sort of like piece of equipment at work that that just will not cooperate. <laughs> that that you know just frustrates you so much because you know it makes your job that much harder. Um, yeah, it's just. Um, yeah, I mean it's just a really funny comedy. Um, it's it's one of those classic um, classic comedies. Um, yeah, no, it's strong performances and you know, yeah, lot, lots of interesting kind of 
twists and turns in the storyline, like not in like a thriller sort no, of way, no, no. but in the sense that you don't know exactly where it's going. It, in, and know? I think that is one of the things that I I really like like elevates it above kind of like other movies yeah. in this position is it's not uh, it's, it's it's recognizable without being totally formulaic. Yeah, that's it. It's not formulaic. I like, was going like, to it doesn't feel, but formulaic it doesn't is feel better... like it's way outside the box. Like, yeah. like you know, it's not a being John Malkovich where you're like, what is this about? What are they saying? Yeah. It's like very straightforward, but it's not totally predictable because yeah. it's, you don't really know exactly like, where are they going with this? How mm. is this going to end? You know? So. I, I, again, I think that's a, you know, in, in the, for the style of movie, that's something uh, like Mike Judge is really yeah. good at doing. Oh yeah, right he's there. he's great. You know, obviously he's awesome. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, um, I think it was pro- it was the first uh, real time I was exposed to Stephen Root as an actor. Yeah, and I mean, uh, this I is probably for most people. A, this wasn't uh, like a super typical role like he was almost kind of unidentifiable yeah. in some ways but uh it was a very like i like iconic iconic role yeah. and and then like oh and then when i saw him later and other stuff i'm like oh yeah like he's real good like yeah. that, is, that guy really really can, yeah. do, can do the job um uh, like yeah i won't even go into it yeah i mean most people must know probably some of the things he's done if you know yeah if yeah not look him up and yeah, yeah he's yeah. really good but uh, yeah, cool. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So so two comedies there in my in my number uh, my number my number five. Good. So yeah. So oh, uh, I guess that brings us to your number four. Yeah. Which is Office Space. Yeah. So we can do your four. My four. Um. Uh. My four is. Um. By a director that. Started out strong and then cashed in a little too hard on a gimmick, movie after movie after movie. And it's the Sixth Sense. Okay. <laughs> um, this was Emma Chamlon's like first big. Yeah. You know, hey, and uh, I don't think I have to dance around spoilers for this movie. Uh, but it had a gimmick in it that um. They did it was kind of the thing like oh it, I don't not that it hadn't been done before like mm-hmm. those kind of twists in a film no but uh, the nature of how it been done especially in such a uh, very um, like, it was such a like uh, uh, like everybody saw the Sixth Sense kind of yeah. thing. Um, yeah, really, and, it, and it wasn't that commonplace at that time. No, no, it was like it was, certainly been no. done before, but it wasn't that common. No, that's what I mean. Like yeah, it was it was it was a little more. Um, Plus, a lot of times, like, I think a lot of times earlier, like, twist endings were more, like, um, they're more, they were more the kinds of things that sort of came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And they were a twist ending because it was something where suddenly information is revealed to you, but it's, like, in... I mean, I, that applies to well, Sixth they, Sense they, as well, they, but in Sixth Sense... Were, were much more like a deus ex machina situation yeah, yeah, yeah. than a... Like, like I'm thinking we're things slowly like gonna the end feed of, you the information. Yeah. Things like the you end of... You just don't know that we're feeding right, you the information. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it was more like... Uh, the ending of Sixth Sense is more like, you know, the reveal of um, the killer in a mystery yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the sense that the, there's clues, but 
just you were never going to be able to put it together unless, on your own unless you yeah. put all the clues together and and yeah. sort of had a bit of a brainwave and went hey wait a minute yeah. um you might not figure it out but but there were clues there um and and it was sort of in plain like hiding in plain sight yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas say something like you know a twist ending like say the ending of like planet of the apes yeah where yeah. like well, you could surmise that, like, oh, I wonder there was, if this yeah, is there was Earth. No, I wonder yeah. if this is Earth. I mean, it's I, obvious I, I in it, retrospect, I, I it, but, like, yeah. having that image of, mm-hmm. you know, that Statue of Liberty image at the end yeah. was, like... But you couldn't see that yeah, coming. No, no, you no. could see the, there was no premeditation. You to could that see as far the as twi- film watcher. You could see the twist in terms of uh, the, like the fact sense, that it's Earth. Right, yeah. You could see that twist coming because it made sense. But the twist of that image, obviously, you couldn't see coming because yeah, yeah. there was nothing to set that up. Um, whereas, like something like you know Six the way sense, the sense yeah. ends, it's like it was all kind of set up. Yeah, and then it's but it's only when you get to the end that you go. Wait, and oh, then you can go back. All this stuff and then if you go back sense. and watch it I mean, again, they literally do. They literally do that right in the film they show too. The they, sort of, he has like a flashback yeah, yeah, yeah. as Bruce yeah. Willis realizes, yeah. like, yeah, which is, I mean, I think it's know. a good way to do it, especially if it's it's presented yeah. well. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, then, I mean, I, I thought the Sixth Sense was pretty good. I mean, like everyone else, um, you know, that was my first sort of like, like, oh, I'm Night Channel yeah. guy. Well, that's sort of interesting. Um, for me, I think, um, I, I, I don't know. I found it, I don't want to say boring, but like, I, I, I wasn't really that riveted by that film. Mm. Um, I thought that, um, I think for me, the only really great M. Night Shyamalan movie still is, um, Unbreakable. Just which, watch that, which comes, like about a week ago. Which comes later. I, I, I was like, I was but, browsing through Netflix and I was like, oh, Unbreakable. But. I got two hours. Yeah. Watched Unbreakable. Although I haven't seen, um, Split. No, I haven't yeah, seen which Split apparently yet. is great. Yeah, so uh, that may be a return to form. Um, yeah, uh, uh, I. Uh, the interesting thing about Unbreakable too, though, I think, and probably why it also is like good compared to some of his other stuff is doesn't really have that twist. Doesn't try to cash in on. Well, it does, but but not in the same way that like. Uh, the the what's the one with the water fearing aliens or the one with the uh, yeah the where they live in the the village like not the same way as the village um, although the village I think probably falls a little more into like that old style twist where they don't give you enough clues yeah. to uh, no, it's just a twist for the sake of having a twist. A twist exactly, and that's his so many of his films and Unbreakable. The twist is not that. The twist is, it, and you, you can... It's because Unbreakable was the next one after Six Sense. Six Sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hadn't quite lost the plot yet. Yeah, yeah. He was still kind of on the track, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. He hadn't, still putting himself in his films. He had, like... Well, yeah, but he always, he always does cameos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's standard. Yeah. I have no issue with him yeah, doing cameos. No, no. I have an issue with him giving himself major supporting major roles. Major role. <laughs> oh, that that? That's, uh... Um, Lady in the Water. Yeah, which, that, that's, that, I have, that's the only one of his films I haven't it seen. It has some good elements, but the the downfall is that he gives himself not only a major supporting role, which he can't pull off acting wise, but also he essentially casts himself as like a writer whose writing is so good it's gonna save the world. That's essentially <laughs> what it is. Which I'm like, wow, ego much? <laughs> yeah, wow, really? Like, I why mean, not just let the you, work speak for itself? You could interpret that as a. 
like a satirical like writers who believe that. Yeah, but it works. But... No, no, no. But it works. Wor- <laughs> but how it how it actually comes out on film is a different story. Because it's himself doing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. If he yeah. had if he had written that character, For somebody else to do. Yeah. Got a really good actor in to yeah. do that part. It wouldn't have come off so yeah. bad. Yeah. The fact that he felt he to do he had to do it himself. Yeah. Yeah. is what makes I mean, it terrible. At least he wasn't playing. At least the character's name wasn't also like like he wasn't literally playing himself. Like yeah. you know, like well, me as well. Then yeah. But, uh, but anyways, yeah. that's off topic. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's uh, six cents. Yeah, yeah it's there's decent. a there's a there's a I I really like it. It's it's interesting because I I think what kind of uh, really drew me to it or it draws me to it as a, as a really good film and that I like is um, it's the, the whole thing where where he can see ghosts and stuff that but it's almost like that is not really a hundred percent like what the film's about. Like mm-hmm. it's more oh, about it's like, not all it's about. Yeah. Like it's more about this guy and his life and how yeah, he's yeah. having these troubles and, yeah, yeah. and this and that and Absolutely. the other thing. And it's, and he's gets drawn into this weird thing and you're like, Oh, like, well this is like, it's the, 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 it's such a weird thing in such a kind of an ordinary life problem movie. You're like, well, you know, I mean, you do, I mean, obviously the trailers and stuff kind of always, yeah. you know, you knew that something odd was up. It wasn't like they, this came out of left field, you know. Um, you know, and then, of course, how it... Well, the I see dead people. The, catch, the I see dead catchphrase people. became yeah, such mean, a... I mean, super duper. It's such a known yeah. catchphrase. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. I should watch it again. It's been a it, very, it has been a little it's while. It's been a real long time for me, and... I just remember liking it, but just not being blown away by it because I just was like, eh. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it seemed kind of slow, kind of just. It, it is a bit slow. It I is not, it's not, it's not, um, uh, and I, and I think maybe part of that, I mean, I guess, you know, granted it was his yeah. first, you know, big I mean, I still would say it's definitely, uh, of what I'm aware of, it's, you know, the, definitely the best one after Unbreakable. Like, like I still think Unbreakable is the best one, but like, I think definitely six sense is easily the best one after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But that's not saying much with some mm-hmm. of the crap that he's turned out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> um, it, yeah. I, I mean, it's definitely like you want to Again, see with the, the, you know, with the qualifying thing that I have not seen his play yet, which I've heard good things about. So, yeah. you know. But yeah, no, I, I've, I've also heard, heard good things about it, So, eh, yeah, you never know. Uh, yeah. So, uh, my, my number four is the six sense. Cool. So, your number three. My three is um what i think personally um is the best overall um kevin smith film dogma Ah, Dogma. um i think for dogma um he found the right balance between like the sort of indie roots and kind of bigger budget more high concept ambitious kind of film thing Mm -hmm. you know like Mallrats, as much as we both enjoy it and it's really funny and it's yeah, good comedy yeah. and everything, you can definitely see where the discomfort with kind of working in that world of like multi-million dollar yeah, yeah, studio yeah. pictures kind of translated into right. like a bit of offness, mm-hmm. you know, and he kind of went back to more of the indie thing after that and that seemed to work better for him. Um, but of course, Dogma conceptually required a certain kind of budget and a certain kind of, cause it's like a real high concept mm-hmm. thing. As, that was going to have to have like a lot of effects and things yeah. like going on. Um, I mean, because he'd already done Chasing Amy, which was a that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like going, down, kind of going so, back to yeah. yeah, he kind of went back to the yeah. the sort of uh, indie kind of style, yeah. more character focused, more talky. 
Um, well, the aspirations for Dogma were a little higher but because I feel of like what Dogma, he wanted to do with it. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like Dogma struck the right balance where, you know, he was able to... Maybe it was just because he'd grown as a filmmaker in the interim, but, like, he handled... He seemed to handle the bigger budget better yeah, and just be more confident and more kind of, like, he seemed to really know, like, what he wanted to do. Um, and uh, maybe the, the studio was just more willing to let him do his thing you know, because I know, like for well, for 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 uh, Mallrats, there was a lot of pressure on him to kind of do certain things to make it more mainstream. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, to be fair, I don't like it. Despite I know Mallrats like didn't mm. actually perform well, but I think Mallrats is like regarded well as like oh a really good comedy. I uh, it think. depends on who you talk to. I guess that's true. It's still yeah. pretty mixed. Um, pretty mixed, but. I think there're not too many people would consider it one of his better ones. Let's yeah. put it that I, way. I guess I guess part of it is possibly like you could have done Mallrats on as an indie film. Yeah. And it would have turned out more or less exactly the same. Yeah. Like I the mean dialogue the, probably the, the, the thing know. in Mallrats that required some degree of sort of budget and stuff like that the most of anything is is probably just getting access to filming in a mall. Yeah. Right? Like cuz you can't really fake that, you know. No. It's not like in Clerks where it's just like a convenience. You're shooting in a convenience store, so you literally just no. like, oh, it's you know whatever, you know, it's 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 midnight or whenever the store closes, and then you just yeah. shoot all night in the store. Exactly. Yeah. You can basically do it because it's just a convenience store. I mean, you can shoot in a mall when they're closed, right? Which is how mall Do- is still going to charge you money. Which is how <laughs> the original Dawn of the Dead was done. Yeah, right. They shot in, in, in an actual mall all night, and then in the morning, by the morning, they were all cleaned up, and yeah. they were out, and then the mall opens. Swept and, up the zombie bits. and Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's the way they did that. Because that's how you clean up zombies. You yeah. sweep them up. <laughs> right. That's how they did that, but I'm just saying, like, if they had had, like, the ultra-low-budget kind of indie sort of thing for mall rats, they may not have been able to do that. Yeah. So, they kind of needed a bit of budget for that purpose, but, you know, but not $6 million. No. Um, you know, so... Yeah, so for Dogma, I just feel like it was it was a really good balance between having a little more ambition and and you know having that studio money stuff like that, but still have keeping yeah. a, a lot of the indie feel um, and kind of him doing what he was able to do. And obviously, it was like he, he was clearly passionate about that story and and wanting to do it, so he did a good job. Um, I thought it also had a nice balance of the sort of very kind of silly comedic aspects and the yeah. dramatic, more dramatic aspects. Uh, I think right. that was uh, definitely something like he honed that in chasing Amy. He and, did, but and, chasing and, Amy by its nature, did well, it was a more lean, serious, it leaned more to the drama side, but, 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 but showing like after like how, like my opinion, how like, yeah. funny he made mall rats yeah. and then how kind of serious he made. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chasing Amy. And then sort of being able to in the yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like dogma, if met well in the middle, um, you know, um, I, I think I think the cast is really cool. Like, mm. um, it, it's I have not seen Dogma in so I, I, long. The story is just good. Like, it's I just feel like it's executed actually. well. Like, it's just a good story, um, and it's done well, and everything looks good. And Wait, when, when did the when did the first of the Silent Bob movies come out? Jane Silent Bob films come out. That was like two thousand. I'm, I'm not sure what you mean. Jane and Silent Bob were in all of the views. No, no, no. They, no, they had a the standalone film. Jane and Silent Bob Strike Back? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's only one. Oh, I thought there was two. No. Oh. oh man, I'm confusing with someone else. Well, <laughs> when, when did Jane and Silent Bob Strike Back? Uh, I don't know, like 2000... 
something. Two thousand, yeah, because that because that was the last time because I watched maybe, I rewatched all of them. Yeah, before going to see that, and so that was probably the last time I saw Dogma. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, it's. Uh, but yeah, anyways, um, I, yeah, I, I really like Dogma, um, and uh, it's it's still really funny. Like it has those other elements and stuff and those high concept things, but mm-hmm. it's still really funny. Um, uh, there's like some crazy outtakes from it <laughs> that I just always make me yeah. really laugh. Yeah, no, no, it's uh, it's real good. I need to see it again. I uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. So, and I thought just it had the right like another sort of balance thing. Is it like it had the right balance with um, Jay and Silent Bob? Like I felt like it was definitely their biggest role yet. Yeah. Um, but. It wasn't to the point of like the next movie that was kind of completely centered around them, yeah. which I think didn't work as well. They they work better they're as side characters. They they're, work better as side characters, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, same as you know Captain Jack Sparrow and you know things like that. Yeah, like it yeah. always works better when they're kind of just the funny sort of entertaining side character, mm. you know. It, it's tough for that those kind of characters to sometimes support a whole like movie yeah. on their own well i think just don't do it yeah basically, yeah, basically yeah. it's yeah. just don't do it um i mean i liked the jane silent bob movie but yeah it was never going to be as good because they just they're not characters that are meant to be leading characters yeah um so i thought that they did a good job in this one with them being more there being more of them but like not too much you know um so yeah it's just good Don't yeah know. Yeah. No, that's that's a good pick. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, I was on my also rents. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I, like you say, you haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, it, I, you're I, not as familiar. I, I almost. I've watched it. Like, it almost immediately jumped, and I was like, I know, I really like it. I was like, yeah, but I couldn't. Like, I could really only I do draw together like a couple. Because of Because I do in my think head. it's Kevin Smith's best film overall. I have like watched it quite, oh, a, few, never quite times. a few times yeah. over the years, and you know, it's 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 hasn't been super super long. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I definitely probably. Yeah, it it's it's it definitely uh, those movies are much more of like how do I feel at the time as to which ones I like more than the other like like I kind of lean towards Mallrats, but I think because it's just so easily like watched yeah. like it's no such I understand a, you know uh but but Dogma probably encompassing in, in Toto yeah. is yeah probably definitely the best of that of that so. yeah I mean that's just my opinion I mean a lot of people would probably say Clerks I mean I like Clerks a lot too that's the most kind of overall critically yeah. acclaimed yeah. kind of you know but to me it's kind of like well that was a good starting point yeah 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 but I mean, you know that, that we, yeah yeah exactly you know he had to yeah. go go from there to somewhere you know mm-hmm. I think it's you know it's kind of sad if your first movie is your best you know and you have yeah. like a you know if you have a 20 plus year career yeah exactly making movies steadily and your first movie is all your is your best movie that's kind of sad like i wouldn't wish that on anyone no no you know i do feel like he did grow and then you know maybe maybe regressed a little after you know hard to say i mean it just depends on what you're into but i mean he definitely went i feel like he reached a peak and then just didn't have the oomph that maybe you know (laughs) Yeah, when he was well, he there. also started trying like a lot of much more newer things yeah. and stuff. Um, I haven't seen any of this stuff, but it's hard. Like when you get so when you're sort of young and sure. and sort of passionate and full of energy mm-hmm. and wanting to just get out there and show what you can do. And then you know when you get older, it's kind of 
you know, it gets hard because you, you do you do things sometimes for different reasons. Yeah, you know, yeah. like sometimes it's just like, oh well, you know, it, it, it you know it's complicated yeah. things. Yeah. So you know, it I is. I mean, what he it definitely is. did a fantastic job of building a like. I mean, it's more or less like the little Kevin Smith empire there yeah. for his movies well, and, and also, his ideas and, and also and stuff I, I, like that. something that I've said before, which also runs runs true, is that I don't know how much of like my judge my lack of interest in some of his later work. What I don't know how much of that is tied to like whether the movies themselves are are not as good, or whether it's just a matter of because. Um, I, just because I like those sort of Yosuke universe yeah, thing, yeah. and and I feel like when he kind of finished with that, I sort of maybe that I, just my loss of interest on that basis because that was because it was always kind of cool yeah. seeing like oh how do these connect oh, oh what what characters are going to cross over you know yeah. it was always the cool thing whenever a movie came out because there was always something you know yeah. and especially because you'd see the same actors. Like often playing different, different characters, characters yeah. but then because they're in the same universe, you know that they're also they're still also this other person that just happens to look bizarrely the, the same, same. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and so it's just kind of you know mm. interesting on that basis, which of course comes to a head all comes to a head in the Jane Silent Bob one because you literally had like you oh right like actors playing different characters in the same movie mm-hmm. that because they were playing multiple people from yeah. different movies and stuff like that you know or or in some cases themselves you know yeah because i guess i guess like you like guess, like yeah. in clutch in, two was i guess the last yeah one yeah yeah which was like is, sort of the unplanned is, you know yeah is jersey girl technically in that no universe? it's separate is it separate yeah okay, i couldn't I, I i like jersey girl but i, I couldn't remember yeah. how if it tied in or if it was yeah, a it's pretty good it's, it's pretty because it came out like around that time yeah like, in between those well ones, it was so, when yeah. he was kind of starting to branch out into yeah. like oh yeah. let's try to do some yeah. other stuff now you yeah. know type yeah of and thing. i mean now he's in like a horror movie and yeah he's yeah. been doing a lot of those yeah so um which i think that's probably one of those like you know i listened to a podcast that he did for mm-hmm. quite some time and like definitely a genre always into always want to do a movie yeah, from, yeah. but like because of things like because of his movie making past like yeah. suddenly branching into that was yeah. more difficult and it took some sure. time you know yeah. it's, uh, so there we yeah. go yeah no dogma awesome yeah cool alright so your three my number three um, my number three uh, not a very well rated movie uh, actually kind of bombed in the box office what was your five again uh, it was uh, Galaxy Quest and Office Space. What was your four? Oh, Six Sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really need to pay attention. Yeah. Oh, oh well, it's because then we did your yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got confused. Yeah, it's All right. right. So three, your three is was very low rated. Yeah, not super low rated. It's well rated and actually semi-bombed in the box office. Uh, also has John Malkovich in it, and it's The Messenger. Oh, the Joan, Joan of Arc, Arc one? The story of Joan of Arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not the one that came out, like, last year. No, the one that came out Well, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I'm sneaking in a current film. <laughs> no, there's yeah. there's been a lot of movies called The Messenger. Messenger That's why it's yeah, a stupid yeah. title. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's The Messenger, cr- The Story of Joan of Arc. It's very the generic. the title of the film. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's no. still a stupid title. It, I mean, at the time, like, for the movie, it had, like, a, it's like that The Messenger, like, a very... That's a very powerful kind of like. Yeah, I get it. It's yeah, still but, stupid. It, but yeah, it's still kind of like. It's not a good title. We've 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 got a lot of movies called yeah. that already. IMDb overfloweth with movies called The Messenger. I'm sure. Yeah. No, um, uh, yeah. yeah. 
Um, at uh, Mila Jovovich and yeah. well, it was Luke Besson. It was yeah, it was Luke Besson. It, it was, was the a, next was film after, after Fifth, Fifth, Fifth Element, Element which so. was last year's um, ninety-seven or ninety-seven. Yeah, year before. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, last year. Sorry, I just listened to re-listened to episode ninety-seven that just went up. So yeah. that was the last episode in my head. Yeah, yeah. no worries. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and so yeah, he came back and he did uh, the Messenger. Yeah, which um, I think this a, was the point at which where they were married. Yes. Yeah. Because um, I think it was it was after doing Fifth Element. Uh, Didn't last super long, but a a very um, fanciful version of the Joan of Arc story, uh, more or less, um, like very plays very loose and fast with historical events. It, it doesn't actually. Oh no. No, if you oh, look okay. it up, it's actually one I, of the more. I, I just. Oh okay. I just. I just from what I read, it, like. Um, the the like the, the characters and stuff were very um, not um, yeah, but a little bit of a not a not a fantasy element, but a little of a a, little of a, a more heroic element. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, then, then like I suppose, what I but I mean, by. most movies um, would have that. But uh, yeah, um, Justin Hoffman does an amazing job of playing uh, uh, like the the conscience. Yeah. Um, which is neat because you're not initially at the start, at the beginning when you first meet, you're not initially sure like what he is until yeah. later. Um, and then it's got, you know, like that. Very, some really impressive, like medieval, like action. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's the part that I really like about this film. Cause I'm a, I'm a big fan of like, like, like that medieval, like action stuff, but it's, it's usually falls in the realm of like, these are like, like low budget movies, in which case, or it's like really like real historical films, in which case like you don't get like a ton of like awesome sword fighting and sieges and stuff like that. So getting a movie that was oh actually had budget, actually visually yeah. really well done, Check out. had that like she King, assembles King. that like for for I think at the time we called it like she basically assembles like a D and D party to <laughs> to help her out, and it's like like. You know, every guy has his role, and they're very clearly like these heroes that are going to help her. You know, or you know, die trying. Yeah. Which, but I mean, like everybody dies in this movie too, which is pretty brutal. Yep. Um, well, that's one of those jokes. Right? Well, it's just it's a meme like, super tragedy. Like, but. like uh, you know, in in test screenings, people would write on like their test screening cards. People would write things like, you know, does she have uh, to die? die at the end? And it's like, well, <laughs> yes. <sighs> yep. <laughs> kind of hard to get around that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does she have to tell her? Oh my god. Kind of hard to get around that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, so yeah. So I mean, it's it's you know. Yeah. The story well, of, I mean, I yeah. Joan of Arc. The I I, I just mean, feel more like or less she was like nineteen years old. In retrospect, it probably wasn't the greatest movie, but obviously at the time I really no, liked it. Well, that's the thing. Like this is still in my very obsessed with Mila period and whatnot. It so really, it's. It you is. Know, I thought uh, her, like, I, I saw it, her I saw, performance was really good. I yeah. Well, I've seen it. I saw it a number of years ago. It's now, really like, underrated. A couple of years ago, and it. Yeah. It. It is. Uh, a lot of the writing and stuff is really a like, hyper dramatic mm-hmm. to like the point of like, like it's a little silly, a little. Yeah. Um, that the surprise me. the, it, it kind of it, despite it having like some good action and stuff, 
it really does drag in parts and you're just like I kind of get what I know like we all got what you're going for here now you're well, just dragging I, probably because they're trying to make it like an epic well and that's and I think that's but the maybe if they had if, if he had leaned a little more into like the things that made like Fifth Element great yeah. and things like that uh, well I don't know if like the humor and the light tone would have worked for this well the thing is <laughs> from is, the Fifth Element like they're kind of inadvertently there is humor in this well not like it's not inadvertent like and that's what made like being that like some of the characters are so like seriously traumatic like to an absurd level and then you have like some of her companions are like jovial like almost like like robin hood's you know merry band kind of characters and so there's a little bit of a tonal issue i think like over the whole scope of the movie could be individually like the character, like the acting is, is well done, and the characters like well, yeah. Mila does an amazing job of being the that like like she's got like this because of like everything she's going through. She's like like shell shocked by her like life events, kind of, and she does a really good job of like portraying that. Yeah. Um, it's actually something she does in a number of movies. It's, a, it's something she's actually really good at. This thing like beginning of Fifth Element there, where yeah, she does that. She does. She does. Um, panic very well <laughs> she's really good at doing like believable panic uh, but yeah no she's great um, there's a special skill for you yeah <laughs> we really need you to be clear but uh again it's it's got quite a quite a big cast um uh, and stuff but yeah i really like it just because it's um that uh i i first of all i, I like the story that it tells and um the just the big epicness of the 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 fights and uh, and uh, the the action, um, and and then things like the the whole like her talking mm-hmm. with Dustin Hoffman as her conscience, yeah. and the, you know like you know is, is it is it really hearing angels or is it hearing devils and and all that? It was a neat or just or she's just, just crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, that and, aspect. And also, I like how they they never answer that. No. They never let you. Well, how could you? They, well, and that's the thing. It's if you answer it, then you move into the realm of, of fantasy. fantasy. You know, uh, which is which is like which is good. Like they they keep it like uh, they they don't basically make up stuff for an ending. Like because we already know how it ends. You know, yeah. like you know, so they didn't need to do it, which was which was good. But yeah, so uh, that's my number three. The me- yeah, my number three, the messenger. All right. All right. Uh, so now we're on to our one and two here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming we probably have the same movie for both of these. Uh, I'm just wondering the order we did. <laughs> uh, hmm. un- unless unless you really came out of nowhere with something different. But your... It's your number two. Okay. Well, my two uh, is a movie that... Um, it's somewhat questionable as to how well it may have aged. Mm. Um, it seemed like it was going to be very sort of um influential and stuff at the time and then that kind of didn't last that long and now it may seem like, like it was going to be a renaissance film yeah and now it, it may really... seem a little passe but um i think that again it's a bit like um it's a bit while it's not as good as say something like jurassic park it's <laughs> not even close i mean come on now let's, few, let's be serious few things are but yeah, my yeah. And Jurassic Park has completely held up, but there's a similarity in that. Um, in that, this is a movie that kind of was a 
a game changer at the time, or mm-hmm. you know, kind of kind of blew minds. And it's uh, the Matrix. Also, my number two. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's hard now for someone today who wasn't kind of of a certain age and there at the time to really understand why it's so significant. Because now it just it's it, it's it, it looks yeah. a bit dated. It's kind of like it's a little. It might seem a little bit cheesy in some ways. Like mm-hmm. like oh, they're all running around in like you know trench coats, trench and... coats, and like bl- black you know leather and and shades and <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to be all cool and stuff. And I can see why people yeah. you know where people would just be like oh, it seems kind of cheesy, blah blah. But I mean, but you have to remember like if you're there at the it's time, time, it was a totally yeah. new thing, and it was you know nobody had seen what it was presenting what it, yeah. you know nobody had really seen anything quite like it uh in terms of the style and the effects and stuff like that um you know like the the bullet time and everything was such a well that brand, was just yeah it was it was the the bullet time in this was as to uh the t-1000 in terminator 2 yeah like it was this revolutionary like, yeah new like thing. it may seem dated now but yeah. i mean in and it only really seems dated because of the fact that it was it was only really a thing for such a short time. It was yeah. like when the Matrix came out, everyone copied it and everybody did bullet time for like, yeah. you know, a couple of years. And then, and then it just kind of stopped. Like no one really yeah. did after possibly because it was too identified as the signature thing. Cause even like the Matrix sequels didn't do it very much. No, no, no. They, right? they, they kind of moved on to like using most, like a lot of CG instead. Yeah. Um, that was kind of their new thing. That was, that was. But I mean, I think in the first movie, they were smart to be like, well, you know, CG doesn't, still doesn't quite hold up super well. You know, it's yeah. still something you want to, like in the 90s, you had, in the 90s, there was movies like, like Jurassic Park that, I mean, this was the innovator in that way, but like Jurassic Park where they knew that like, CG is not really going to hold up super, super well if you overuse it. Yeah. So we're just going to use it very carefully for the things we need it for Mm -hmm. and then use other techniques for for you know for everything else and and that's why Jurassic Park holds up so well yeah you know and I think that in the 90s there was a lot of movies where they went full on they really embraced the CG thing and they look super dated yeah, now because yeah, yeah. it's just that that like '90s CG that you're just like, whoa, that's rough. <laughs> and when we say super dated now, like five years after they well, came out, I mean, they look dated. That's what I mean. Like, that technology yeah. just. But like the know. first Matrix actually has very little CG because yeah. you know, I mean, even uh, you know, full time itself is not a CG effect. No. It's done using cameras, basically. Yeah. There's like a rig that goes around the set, mm-hmm. and they and they're basically it's still cameras. It's essentially degrees, like yeah. um like live action stop motion. Yeah, basically. exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. there's a, a rig of a whole bunch of cameras, like if yeah. on big rigs, like on um, it's like these it's like these huge curved it dollies, can be up, basically. Like, like yeah. on on the Matrix, sometimes it was over a hundred cameras. Yeah, it's crazy, right? But they're still cameras. It's very and impressive so, looking. So piece they of basically equipment. fire off to do 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 go all around. And that allows you to basically manipulate the flow of time, essentially, yeah. along that path. Yeah. Um, so they could basically stop time and turn it in three three dimensionally. Yeah. You know, can you imagine uh, bullet time in three D? Man, that's something they could probably do now. Oh yeah, that would yeah. look amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to assume like the bullets were probably CG'd. Oh yeah. yeah well, yeah, uh, yeah. some some stuff a lot of times the stuff that they use um just because like the relative speed of a bullet yeah but a lot of times objects also you can't fire real bullets yeah at actors so (laughs) but a lot of times what they would do actually uh a lot of times for objects 
um, is they would just they would actually literally just like suspend the object. So they just oh, like yeah, have yeah, it on yeah. wires or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it would just be suspended in the scene, mm. you know, and then they Make can it move work it. That way. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since, since I mean they were they were literally almost doing that with actors in some yeah. of the scenes anyway. Yeah. Well, like they did like that. a lot of the like where she does the jumps in the air and or, then kicks out. Yeah, and stuff like, like that's that. all yeah, wire work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or a lot like, of actually a lot of good wire or work. Or there's in, uh the yeah, well that was all influenced by like Kung Fu movies, right? Yeah, yeah. But like there's the bit in the um in the subway there's that yeah. subway scene. Oh, right. Where right, yeah. Asia Smith and, and Neo are like jump Just, at each other. At each other. And they're yeah. like in the air and it's going around. The bullet time yeah. is going around them. And yeah. they're like shooting at each other and sort of grappling in the air at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And they're both like kind of stretched out yeah. like a Superman pose. Yeah. And yeah, it's like all that kind of stuff. That's that's all wire work, right? Yeah. So they basically just have them suspended in the wires mm-hmm. and then they're just well, because, running because the, of the bullet way they're, time around they're, them. They're... They're yeah. like kind of freeze timing it, like it doesn't, yeah. you know. So I imagine in, in probably... some of the places it definitely has a like, um, in some some of the places there's a um, actually that scene in particular has a there's a few spots in that scene uh, right near the end, like because they grapple and then when they hit the ground, yeah. just before they hit the ground, there's a bit of for like the amount they jump and that they're grappling, um, their their bodies as a whole aren't there's not enough kinetic motion going right. on with their bodies but the it, whole point things like is that physics it doesn't which is are not why, really they don't have all, to be completely realistic in because like, in the matrix vr world anyway yeah, yeah. yeah so which is um, which is one of those great things like you're like yeah, it may not look right but also we're doing an impossible thing in yeah. an impossible space yeah. so it doesn't uh, matter the other thing with the matrix that a lot of people would the, the, the rule of cool applies yeah, exactly right? <laughs> you know? i mean and that's in and a that's way, what the Matrix, Matrix top to bottom is. The, the Matrix is all cool. about yeah, the rule yeah. of cool. It, it definitely has that cyberpunk, which is, of course, why, like, like for people who don't, the, the rule of cool will never live up for yeah. people that weren't there at the time. Well, yeah, you know? it's like, very that's time dependent because it's what's cool, cool at the time. Exactly, exactly. Um, but you know. know, there's definitely that cyberpunk influence with the oh, st- yeah. style over substance. Since, you know, yeah, there's sure, not a lot of sure. substance in the Matrix, but you know, it's a lot of style. Yeah. Um, the other thing I also I think that that applies if that would be confusing for people now that only sort of applies if you were there at the time is nobody knew what it was about before seeing it. Exactly. You didn't have everything, every little thing spoiled by the time you went the, to see the movie. The trailer is all, like it's amazing in some ways that it became as big as it did so quickly. Yeah. Because the trailer uh, we watched. Uh, I just actually watched this like maybe less than a month ago or so. Yeah. Um, uh, and I was curious. I was like, I wonder what the trailer for this was. The trailer kind of more or less is nonsense. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, because we were of the it's right just, age when we to went and saw it, like, intrigued, but. But, like, it's definitely kind of like this, like, what a gamble. Yeah. Like, that trailer could easily have hit the mass public and everybody gone. That looks dumb, and nobody went, and nobody but like, yeah. like maybe like but young it, people like R H went. It, was, it worked yeah. because people wanted to know what it was. Yeah, yeah. Because nobody like, knew it hit just the right note. You know? You know? Well, what is the Matrix? Yeah, but like nobody, nobody knew what it the hell has to be experienced. <laughs> nobody knew what the hell it was about, so everybody had yeah. to go see it in order yeah. to find out what it was about. Mm-hmm. You know, and then yeah. once you've done that, it's too late. You've already seen see it. it. Yeah, yeah, they've got your, <laughs> they got your money. They got your money, right? So, and, but, but and at the same time, everybody's like, "Oh, you have to see." Oh this. yeah, yeah, was, that, yeah people it's, liked it's, it. It's one but... of those films where everybody who has seen it immediately becomes a voice piece. Well, because if to the, tell others, if it wasn't it. good, yeah. then well, it, yeah, it wouldn't yeah, have worked yeah, at all, yeah. right? But people saw it and they liked it. Yeah. Um, but 
you know that initial like if you saw it early on mm-hmm. yeah you we we like we didn't know what it was about like we literally like there was no like we didn't even know the actual premise yeah. you know like imagine going and watching that movie and not even knowing like we knew that maybe there was some sort of sci-fi element because yeah. you know you you heard that much and i think maybe there they show a little some of the trailers bit of might have shown a little, a little bit, bit of like the sentinels and stuff yeah, so yeah, you knew yeah. like a flash of that well, so they, you yeah, knew there, there was, was some sort was of sci-fi like computer element. stuff there was computer stuff in the trailer but like so. but the th- the thing of of the matrix being like a virtual world and blah 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 and then the real world and the, the whole sort of post-apocalyptic thing all that was like nobody knew before seeing the movie. Yeah. So, you know, imagine you have to imagine going into the matrix, not knowing what it's about, yeah. not even knowing that it's going to be revealed that it's all a virtual they, they world. They kept and that blah, blah, blah. so under wraps right? so well. Because yeah. you didn't know, like even if you'd seen s- scenes of the fighting and stuff like that, you might've just thought like, Oh, maybe, maybe they're like, they're yeah. just that it's that heroic like, like in crunching tiger hidden dragon yeah, like kinda, in kung yeah, fu yeah, movies yeah, when, yeah, they, exactly. when they have to do all the wire work and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not meant that they're, like, superheroes necessarily. It's just that in Kung Fu movies, that's yeah, how yeah. people fight. Yeah. You know, or you could think, like, oh, maybe they do have, like, superpowers or something. Maybe yeah, it's it, some kind of weird superhero but, movie. So but, little but there was no you. way to yeah. know, right, yeah. until you actually saw the yeah. movie. And that was awesome. Well, the, and you the, can't do that anymore. I mean, I mean, the, I mean you the, can deliberately I mean, try that, ad, that the What is the Matrix ad yeah. campaign was the I, I mean, crux you can of del- that mystery that... Hmm. But you can deliberately try and, like, avoid spoilers now, and you can be like, oh, there's a movie, I'm, I'm gonna, like, not look at anything about it, and try to... But it's really hard to yeah. not know anything about what a movie's about before going to yeah. it, you know? I mean, you go now, to a movie, nowadays. you will just end up... You go to one movie, you will end up seeing trailers for another movie. Yeah, and, and, and trailers often, you know, yeah. are a little bit too... Revealing. You know, revealing nowadays. Yeah. Not always, I mean, but often. I, I feel like it, it sort of was a joke because it happened every once in a while, mm-hmm. like years ago. But I feel more and more now, and, and I mean now as in the last like probably decade now, sadly enough, I can go, I, I have that thing in my head where I see a trailer and I go, oh, thank you. I don't need to see the movie yeah. now because I can or, fill in the gaps on my own. You know? Or even like that thing where you see trailers and then you'll be like, yeah, I can tell that those are like shots from like the the finale of the movie, the movie that yeah, yeah, sucks. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. don't do that. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No. The Matrix is. Yeah. I mean, it was, and I mean, both of us are. You know, we we both like uh, Keanu Reeves. Yes. You know, yeah, a lot yeah. more than probably a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was already a fan of Keanu Reeves by the time yeah, the Matrix yeah. had come out. So, um, you know, uh, it, it was a bit of an introduction to like people like Hugo Weaving. Like he he really kind of he yeah. busted out big time mm-hmm. in that where everyone was like, "Who is this guy? Yeah. Wow, he's." You know, yeah. he's someone to look out for, you know, and of course now, you I mean, he's so familiar, but, yeah. but back then it was like a brand new thing. You yeah, know, no, Carrie Ann Moss too. Car- yeah, like, exactly. It was yeah. like, who is she? You know, like it, oh, it, it was a lot of, yeah. you know, and there was, I mean, there's like people like Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne that were well familiar too. So it was a nice mix of like new faces, you know, uh, and, uh, people that were familiar with and things like that at the time. So, um, yeah, it was good. Uh, and I think even like, like, it, while it is, I mean, an action movie uh, with, I guess, more or less sci-fi elements to yeah. it, um, it does, it stretches itself a little bit with, like, some of the questions it asks yeah, yeah. about, Absolutely. like, we, the, what you don't expect out of your sci-fi action movie is, like, characters questioning the nature of their reality in a way that, like, even knowing that the 
the Matrix isn't the real world, j- j- fine with it. I- I'd or, rather live there well, than yeah. the alternative rather than being quote unquote free. Well, which, yeah, which I feel that is que- well the question of that and just sort of like yeah. just questioning that as a thing, like yeah. just sort of saying which, like, is I mean, it always a- better to just be free? But like live in like a you know a crappy real is, world, like, or I mean, do you want the the ignorance is bliss type of thing where you can live out your life you know in the matrix it, and it, it, and this is and I mean it's kind of unfortunate that like like this is the kind of film that pushes like questions such as like what does being free even mean yeah. when like nobody's really taking those questions seriously from a movie like the matrix when it's like. It, it, but it does enhance it, though. It, it, gives, well, that's it gives it an extra. Pushing, putting things like that in the movie um, give it uh, a little more depth. A that's what I mean, more, yeah. yeah. Um, that's why we're uh, we're talking about it now. Yeah, exactly. Know, instead of any other movie that just had some action. Yeah, exactly. Like it, interesting, it, you know. It, it you know. Um, I, yeah, it is. That's why, like, as dated as certain elements of it might be, it's still worth yeah, kind exactly. of remembering and talking um, about it because it has something extra to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's it is a really great film. Um, I think it's that's cool sort beans. of cool. It's beans. You know, I think most people, most people, I think like the Matrix. Yeah, I, I just, I just think that, like I said at the beginning, I just feel like maybe was that the, was that the big blockbuster for the year? There was a few, like yeah. you, like you said at the beginning, there yeah, was a yeah. few. They, they kind of just yes, rolled yeah, on. Yeah. But yeah, well, because yeah, it, it when we get into the also rans, yeah, yeah. There, there was a few. Anyways, yeah. So yeah, so that was yeah. Both of our number twos. Yeah, the Matrix. Not terribly shocking. No, no. Um, I'm just. Uh... Oh, the Matrix is actually number four. Yeah, well, it, yeah. like we said, there's a lot of really big, very closely beat out by Toy Story. Yeah. To Toy Story Two. Yeah. The Sixth Sense. Yeah. Uh, beat it out by a good chunk. Wow. So this, I didn't realize the success was that big of a phenomenon. Like Six, I knew it was successful. Six hundred and seventy-two million dollars wow, versus four hundred and sixty-three for Matrix. Yeah, I knew it was successful, um, but wow, Matrix got sandwiched in between two Disney films: Toy Story two and Tarzan. Just, <laughs> uh, but not too surprising. See, the problem was is the Phantom Menace came out that yeah. year. Yeah, and that made like a billion dollars. So, oops. Um, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, but that's you know, yeah, um, yeah. So, so my number two is Matrix. So now your number one. My number one. Uh, my number one is um, speaking of um, the early days of getting DVDs, like I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, this is one of the f- this movie. What is my number one? Mm-hmm. Was one of the first DVDs that I deliberately bought for myself, um, and it was. Um, because I did see it in the theater and I loved it. Um, and it has, to this day, is one of the best DVD releases for, like, extras. Amazing DVD It has, like, release, multiple yeah. commentaries. It has a ton of extras and stuff like that, which was completely not a thing at the time. Like, um, extra features and commentaries and stuff like that had existed on, like, Laserdisc and stuff. But when DVD first started, like, a lot of times they were just those bare bones releases that were like the cheapest possible nothing like release that you can imagine and that's still what a lot of those early DVDs are like but this movie 120 minutes of film and a title screen 
stamped on yeah, the disc. <laughs> but this movie had a ton of interesting extras, lots of like behind the scenes things, lots of and like I say, multiple commentaries, which is still a rarity. You know, most movies, even if you do get a commentary, you get like one, one maybe with the yeah. director or something. Is um, it? Uh, is that a thing that is like ebbed and flowed over like the years, like the popularity of the commentary? Since no, the DVD, it seems pretty steady. It's, it's pretty steady. Yeah. Like it's sort of like most movies have at least like a director commentary, director's commentary now. Yeah. Um, but not always. But yeah. most, as someone who doesn't I, usually there, there listen some, to those, there are I, some, I'm not always aware. There are some of. directors that just don't like doing them. So yeah. like there are like you won't find like Spielberg films with commentaries because right. he doesn't do them. Uh, things like that. Um, it's but, actually too bad because like. It might be that would be, kind a, that of would interesting. be a yeah. Uh, some of his movies might have <laughs> like typical. some of his movies might have commentaries from like other people involved, oh, yeah, like yeah. like you yeah. know like the editor or I don't know yeah. something. But I I'm, I don't know. I'm just you know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it is Fight Club. Fight Club, my number one as well. Um, which is one of my favorite movies <laughs> oh, of all time. Absolutely, yeah. Um, it completely blew my mind when I saw it. You know, in some ways, even more than Matrix. In a way, like. I like The Matrix. In different ways. Yeah, in different yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. But in, in terms of the fact of, like, The Matrix was more like, I don't know what this movie's about. Oh, wow. That's, like, really cool. That's some good action and some cool ideas. Uh, it was neat that I didn't know what it was about before I saw it. Yeah. But Fight Club was in the way of, like, you know, mind-expanding kind of way. You yeah. know, it was the way that it was for... I mean, in some ways, like, knowing, like... You knew, you knew the the genre more or less of the Matrix going into yeah, it. Yeah. Fight Club, kind of actually more of a mystery. Yeah. And even if you thought you knew what it was about, you were going to be wrong. Yeah. Like nobody went into this and guessed right. <laughs> you know. No. Well, okay. Unless you re- unless, unless you read, read the book. book. Yeah. But I didn't know Which, it was a book. At I the mean, time. I didn't at the time either. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it, yeah, Fight Club is kind of another one of those sort of entries in kind of, um, a little bit of that, um, it, it's more, it's more focused and controlled, but, but, you know, it, that sort of, um, like that whole thing I talked about with like Natural Born Killers yeah. in 94, that filmmaking unbound concept, yeah. it's, it, it, it kind of fits a little bit into that. Um, it's, it's not the same, but it's, it, I mean, it's very different, but it, it fits a bit into that in that it's just kind of like. All these crazy like techniques, yeah, thrown in there, you know, whether it be sort of odd like, uh, you know, putting like labeling things on screen, like there's that scene where he's talking about his apartment <laughs> and all the like, you know, like IKEA furniture and like it, all it of puts the, up and the, it's showing the, it like the it's the a catalog, stuff. but it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. in live action, yeah, you know, um, there's a lot. I of, mean, like. It deliberately in like that particular scene deliberately used to prove the point of like what he was talking yeah, yeah. about there's a lot of interesting things uh done like speaking of cg there's a lot of interesting things done with cg like using it in very unusual ways mm. um and uh you know there's a lot of there there is a thing similar uh there is a type of shot that's used a couple of times in fight club that is kind of similar in a way to um to what they did with the bullet time in 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 uh, actually there is a bullet time shot in, yeah in actually Fight Club. there <laughs> uh, the sex scene is a bullet time yeah uh, but um, there's um, there's take a, that matrix <laughs> yeah but there there's a uh, there's an interesting thing they do is but a, a bit akin but different where um, uh, ma- different shots were merged together and and sort of morphed together with using computers so that 
it looked all continuous. Yeah, yeah. But there were like impossible, physically, impossibly physically, physically impossible shots. Yeah. Um, specifically, the big one is there's a scene where it um it goes like down through a building. Oh yes, yeah. And yeah. Out, out through like the garage and like yeah. across and then like I think it goes to another building. Yeah. Because uh, it's showing the where the explosives are planted in the yeah, buildings yeah. at the end there, and it's like this shot that like travels across you know and it looks like it's all one shot and it's, it's just like, a camera yeah, yeah. zooming through yeah, yeah. which is physically impossible yeah but no, at that time anyway you know and i mean nowadays you'd probably do that with just all cg yeah, just yeah, the yeah. entire shot would yeah. probably be constructed well, yeah, with cg yeah. I, mean, drawing, I mean you would drone cameras and stuff but, like that it might be a little easier but, but not that the thing way is, not in that artificial difficult linear way the difficulty of shooting that yeah for real yeah is like there would be no there'd be that stupid you would yeah. never do that but 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 <laughs> taking advantage of the yeah. what's cap what's possible digitally and yeah. then basically yeah. shooting it all as separate pieces but making sure that it all lines up so that you can make it a continuous shot and it looks good mm -hmm. uh, another thing that he uh, uh, this is David Fincher David Fincher uh, yeah. we should probably mention yeah. David Fincher's come up a couple of times on the on these lists mm -hmm. already uh, he made a lot of great films then um, this is kind of like his masterpiece I guess it's like the culmination of like you know everything he'd done was building up to this kind of thing and uh cause after this he kind of started mostly doing more uh for lack of a better term sort of conventional yeah. like he's done a lot of sort of dramas and like very respected things like you know mm. like Zo the Zodiac Sorry, one right yeah. stuff like that where like people you know really like are like oh that's a great film for like that time but more conventional but, but more sort of like conventional kind of like drama type of um it was mostly in the 90s that he was making the real crazy, like, real, what I think of as, like, the Fincher-esque yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, anyways, um, another uh, interesting, like, digital technique was um, the uh, use of um, digitally creating um, where uh, the, 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 like, flaws and jumps, like, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. film, like... Where you had this artifacts, the scene, the like scene where film artifacts and stuff well, like, like that. Well, like the scene yeah. where it looked like the film was breaking off the yeah. projector and stuff like yeah. that, um, which which was you know would have been extremely difficult to do that. I mean, well, you wouldn't really have been able to. No, no, there's a no way, way to really do that for real. For real. You'd yeah, have to yeah, do yeah. some kind of weird like effect trickery. Yeah. So doing that like digitally mm -hmm. um, was just a really good way. He was really good at sort of taking advantage of the new, the new what was mm -hmm. newly possible with these like digital effects and stuff um, and making them look really good. Um, you know, splicing in like yeah. single frames of like weird random stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is, that is always like how, because they talk about it in the film. Yeah. And he realized it's actually been happening they, they've throughout done, the whole they've film. Yeah, it. Yeah, 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 they've already yeah. done it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then, and then there's just like the story, obviously the yeah. acting, Super you know, um, you know, it, it's definitely one of those ones where, um, I guess it's kind of more or less. I had no Edward Norton from originally. Like if you, not sure, if you, I'm not sure if I've seen. And him. it's a really great one for rewatching. Yeah, because when you go back, it knowing was, the ending. Yeah, and then you can sort of see, and it's not so much about like specific clues. It's not so much like six. It's just like sense, yeah, where, where it's, it's specific sort of clue, like little yeah. clues. It's more just about the experience of like. Like well, armed with the knowledge of how yeah, it it's ends, how the, it, the the behavior of the characters. It's it's, it's maybe the a, new light. Yeah. It's the new light. It's a bit outrageous to say if you watch it again, it's almost like watching a second a, a different movie. Yeah. But it, it sort way, of it is. is. Yeah. The experience of watching it is so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because the way the characters behave, 
Yeah. When you see it the first time, you don't know the truth. Yeah, yeah. And you just think like, oh, okay, that's okay, whatever. And then like when you know, and then you go back and watch it, you're like, that is really messed up. Yeah. Like yeah. knowing what was actually going on yeah, there, yeah, yeah. like wow, that is way more messed up than it seemed the first time around, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. Um, yeah, just uh, again, if I'd been familiar with the author uh, of the book, I would have been like, oh, well, part for the course. Yeah. That guy writes a lot of messed up stuff. Uh, yeah, but but the but way the, the but time, way they constructed it yeah, so that was, you only get how messed up it is yeah. after you already know the the truth, you know, and then you watch it again. It's the way they both sh- directly show you what's going on. But that is also kind of a disguise as yeah. to like what's going on yeah. is really brilliant. Yeah. Like, oh, it is such a good movie. It's ridiculously good. Ridiculously good. Um, like, yeah. By by and far, I think, yeah, like without a doubt, easily like it was number one on my list before I'd even looked yeah. at another Same. Film. Yeah. Well, uh, that Matrix being number two were like before I even looked at another I film. I was debating the about the Matrix because I really do feel like maybe it's it hasn't sort of aged super well, but but I felt that for for it's, the impact that it had, and, and it's still so good to watch. Like it's entertaining. It's so yeah, entertaining. It's been a while it's since so, I've seen it last. Yeah. Like, so. it, and again, like well, like like you said, and like Fight Club definitely doesn't have this problem. Like Matrix holds up because of who we were yeah, at yeah. the time we saw it. Uh, Fight Club is really, um. Well, like ageless in yeah. a way. I mean, it, um, it is and it isn't. Like, obviously, I mean, it, people from now will the recognize the lack of certain things. Like, you know, it's still from before the time of ubiquitous cell, cell phones, phones, ubiquitous yeah. internet, blah, blah, all that sort of stuff. But I, but, I think it's more um, the, and this may be a content thing. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't scream 90s. No, exactly. You know, in a way um, that, like, But content-wise, maybe Fight Club's a little... Um, harder to uh just recommend it to anybody like like for anybody to digest the content yeah. like it is like you said it's, it is a bit disturbing it is a bit you know violent it's very it is but i mean i don't know i mean it's it's r it's got that r rating yeah. you know well, uh versus like the notoriously is, so is matrix for some reason yeah, that no one well, can figure out and i mean like the no matrix, one except for the ratings board can like, figure out that one a few like like specific scenes like, it makes no sense. It, it never can, has, yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. it never will. Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, I don't know why they they would they that movie would have probably made like twice as much if it had been, been like a PG rating. Yeah, like yeah. PG thirteen. You know the yeah. fact that you talked about like how like oh it was like fourth on the list and and yeah. that's still I mean, pretty high I up mean, there. To be fair, Fight Club not even top ten for yeah. that year. Well, of course it yeah, wouldn't yeah. be, but like, uh recognizability though yeah. like friggin fight club is yeah you know well it's well known yeah yeah i don't know right. how much people know about it like i think a lot of people just kind of you know you, lot, know, it's, you, people, don't, think it, you don't think it's like ubiquitously seen no 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 i think i that, guess just mostly amongst like the like i think a lot of people know, would yeah. know a lot of people know that like like oh yeah fight club yeah that's the one with and, yeah yeah uh, where it's like he he and at the end he, he it turns out he's he's both of them you know type of thing yeah yeah but like i, I don't think people really know Wait, like what? the full extent of what he's both of them what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't think that people but i mean like in the details like the actual yeah. scene by scene details i think probably most people aren't that familiar with it yeah yeah um 
Yeah, I guess I. Yeah, maybe it's just it's so ubiquitous amongst like the people we know versus yeah. 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 Well, we were there. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it is definitely like when you can go back to. It's easily, awesome. it's it's so good. It's so well written. Um. Yeah. And just entertaining too. Like it yeah. is really just like the pacing on it is super good. Well, that's what that's what I was trying to say. It like sucks what, you when, in when you were saying so like, much. oh, it's like, it's it's in some ways a bit disturbing or violent or whatever. And I was just like, well, that's true, but it's presented in such an entertaining way. Yeah, yeah. that like I never really felt. Well, some people just might like. There's yeah. something annoying. It's like you know, I think of like for example, like my parents oh, would yeah. not be able to stomach this movie. Well, you know? sure. You know? but, um, yeah. that's you know versus like. Like, I know they both like The Matrix, like, so... You know, All right, well, that's fair. <laughs> but like I say, I, I've never understood why The Matrix starts Yeah, right. well, I mean, it, it shouldn't be, and that's, that, I, it's one yeah. of those just mysteries. Yeah. One of those mysteries of film mm-hmm. that will never be solved. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, run down our lists. Sure. Uh, line number five. Office Space Galaxy Quest. My number four is The Sixth Sense. My number three is The Messenger. My number two is The Matrix. My number one is Fight Club. Uh, my five is Being John Malkovich. My four is Office Space. My three is Dogma. My two is The Matrix. And my one is Fight Club. Thanks. Fight Club. Um, got some ulcer ends here. Okay. Uh, so do I. I had Dogma being John Malkovich. Okay. Uh, uh, the Mummy. Yeah, um, yeah, I got the money. Yeah. I mean, S- super entertaining film. Yeah, it's just really entertaining. A bit, a bit of a throwback to the sort of like Indiana Jones kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Not saying yeah. it's necessarily as good as those, but no, no, but, but you know, different. but but at the time we hadn't really had anything like that for a while, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to remember, '99 is ten years after the the last Crusade. Indiana Jones movie, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it had been like ten years since there'd been yeah. an Indiana Jones movie, and then this is before that there was. Another, another one. one yeah like it it filled you know. that gap nicely it was that real um fun adventure film yeah. that like but like quality fun adventure film that like i wish there was more of yeah you know but they just don't come along that often um yeah and uh, and I, I yeah and yeah it it sort of made me like yeah it's weird because it's the present the presentation of it because now it seems like, you know, because it's definitely one of those, like, that went a little too hard on the CG in the 90s. And yeah. there's, like, a lot of, like, really ambitious effects that kind of look very dated now. It does date itself. But, I mean, it still, it is very tame compared to, like, where the sequels went. Right. But, but what I'm saying is is that, but it's, the the presentation of it yeah. is done well enough that it kind of, it still kind of overrides that to a yeah. certain degree. Like, it's still good. Even though, even though it runs that risk, you know, um, yeah. Uh, said, uh, and it's Stephen Summers, yeah, coming post uh, Deep Rising, so mm-hmm. <laughs> which is kind of yeah. I feel like Deep, <laughs> Deep Rising. I mean, I like. I think Deep Rising's stronger, like uh, as an overall thing, mm. um, but it's much less ambitious. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like Deep Rising was kind of the trial run for what he would then put into the the mummy right because Mm -hmm. it was like you know it was kind of like okay it's the less ambitious version you know so um because it has a lot of similar qualities speaking of disturbing Mm -hmm. uh existence was existence 99 existence 99 i missed it yeah well i'm a Uh, huge cornbury fan so yeah yeah and it is it was it was really like for me it was like being exposed to cronenberg like full for the first time um and I, it, I mean, it's 
because it also it tackles sort of some of the same concepts as the matrix in terms of like what is reality what yeah. is you know like Virtual only worlds. in only in like the Cronenberg way the, yeah like the worst way <laughs> like like well because it bleeds into that part like where Matrix goes, it was a bit. Well, of Matrix a... asks more the questions of like, like I said, like, yeah. like, would you rather live in VR that's great but knowing it's VR, or, or, or the real world that's not great, bit, bit, also... where existence is, everything is horrifying, and because the VR is so real. You don't know if you're in the VR or you know yeah. you rip the goggles off, but you're still in VR because you only rip them off virtually. Kind of concept yeah. where like that nightmare VR that yeah, we're most assuredly going to end up there in. There is right? a little bit of um, <laughs> is a little bit of an update of some of the concepts uh, gun. from um, Videodrome as well. <laughs> yeah, that's actually yeah. Uh, it's probably the Cronenberg film that's there's a, most there's a movie I haven't seen most similar to, yeah. um, in terms of the older Cronenberg stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for me it was all good. I was just like yeah. it, it's what I expected. Um, I, yeah. I I remember we went to the theater yeah. for it, and I was just like, "Yep, yep. that's Chrome yep. film. That's exactly what I would have expected. It was it was great. Yeah, um, but not not as good as like like it's not uh, as whole of a, an experience as some of his really classic stuff. Yeah. So I, retroactively, I wouldn't seen those I wouldn't, afterwards. I wouldn't rate it, you know, amongst the higher things. Yeah. But definitely, yeah, I I somehow missed it. I didn't okay. see it listed, so yeah, no, that would definitely be on my. Um, also, yeah, that's, 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 sure. that's, that's, yeah, that was, that was uh, a good movie. Uh, Bring out the dead. Yeah, I can't stand that movie. Oh, really? You don't like that? movie? I can't uh, deal with like it's too. Oh, it's, like it's too heavy. Yeah, too, it's yeah. too dark. It's um, too like. Yeah, it's disturbing. It's super super dark. Uh, Scorsese. If you're gonna be uh, real disturbing, I need that dose of like non-reality so I can distance myself yeah. from it a little it, bit. It's too disturbing because it's too like that could just literally that be could, that like could that could literally be a documentary. It could be a true story, <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. far too disturbing. Yeah. Um, but I understand the quality. Yeah. That's why I remember at the beginning of this, yeah, I mentioned yeah. how there's a lot of great films uh, yeah. from this year that I don't even have on my list or on my Ulcerans list because they're just not really my kind of thing. But I still recognize their quality, and that would be like a perfect example of one of those. Uh, a movie we've talked about before, uh, Radimus. Yeah, yep. also not. I don't like that movie. <laughs> like, everyone that I know likes that movie except me. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Ravenous, another one that you weren't. Uh, yeah, South that's Park. A, that's all right. Everyone else I know likes it. Right. So. South Park. Bigger, things. longer, uncut. Yep. Yeah, that's funny. Yep. Uh, back, back back in the day when we were really into watching I, South I Park. I considered actually having that on the main list because it's quite a landmark yeah. thing. Um, you know, it was huge at the time, but I feel like... Um, me i don't know it's just something about that whole sort of in a way it would have been awesome if like you know they had done they had started that show they made the movie which was kind of like the culmination and like yeah. it was the big sort of boom and then like that would have been it no, no 20 more seasons <laughs> and i feel like that kind of dilutes it in a way like as much as they've done some amazing work on the show since yeah and as much as like the whole satirical nature of it that's become such a strong thing like, like that's cool that it just kind of keeps going with that. But at the same time, I feel like it, it kind of makes like, well, what was the point of the movie then? You know, it, it, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, well, feel, did, it doesn't feel special really. Yeah. Well, they, they did the movie cause they could do a movie. They could yeah. do a longer story. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, it was also the first time they've done never anything that was like completely unleashed, like no limits really yeah. on what they could do. Yeah. Um, 
Whereas, like, but, like, now they kind of have that on the show. Sure. Well, it's the nature can, of, like, what the network even, they're on and stuff like that. You can even watch, like, uncensored versions of the episodes and stuff yeah, yeah. now. Which, like, at the time, like, doing no. the movie was kind of a big deal because it was, like, it was the only... It was the first time they were able to do things, like, sort of uncensored and kind yeah, of yeah. unleashed, you know. Um, but now they do that in every episode. Well, I mean, because you know? even, like, when the show originally came out... It was toned down from that original. Oh yeah, short that we saw yeah. the the, uh, the like the film festival. Yeah, there's a couple short. couple of shorts. Yeah, yeah, a couple of shorts that were. I mean, those things were so, like so massively that's, offensive. That's my only sort of feeling about yeah. it. Is it's kind of I feel like uh, it's sort of pointless now. Yeah. But it, I mean, but still, it's still, it's still it's super fun. Yeah, yeah. well, the it's like from a musical point of view, it's awesome. Like mm. uh, really yeah. good musical songs and stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just fun and yeah, it's good. Um, Rushmore. Yep. Yep. Good, good comedy. Yep, very highly rated. Yeah, very well respected. Uh, probably like a big turning point for Wes Anderson. That kind yeah. of it's sort of what established, like, you know, that he could be what he became, basically. You know, uh, Idle Hands. Uh, just as a, yeah. I know that's like a. It's, I didn't. It's I didn't an even, offhand one. I didn't even we, write it down because I know it's technically not a good movie at no, all. No, no, but, but like, we enjoyed it. it when we watched. I love it. it. Yeah, I still love it. It's really not. But it's you know, probably a terrible. It's it's, it's a dumb. It's it's dumb but fun. It's probably a terrible, <laughs> terrible movie, and that's why. I, like, I didn't even bother writing it down, but I I I, I love it. Um, so. how do you like Young Mystery Men? No, I've never seen it. Oh, okay. I've seen, like, bits and pieces. pieces? Okay. But... I know that's, like, one where, like, I really like Mystery Men, but I know, like, a lot of other people don't. Like, it's kind of... I'm sure it's good, but um, it's just one of those things that, you know... Quirky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, couple... And my last two are just a couple of uh, Three Kings, which is, I think is a little yep. lesser known one, but I... I quite like it. Also, not. crazy high rated. Yeah, yeah, super high probably rated. The high, like a movie that, like, probably it's probably the most like, high rated of all of the movies that we've talked about. Yeah, probably ninety four percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think like closest next one is like Galaxy Quest is like ninety. So, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, Three yeah. Kings is is good. I think the, the but like it's got issues, a title that means nothing and nobody's th- seen it. I think the biggest <laughs> issue for me with it is that. I don't remember enough, that, and that's why. It and I didn't think also. to like. That's why most of these I should have just here. like watched it when I had a <laughs> <Yeah>. chance, but <laughs> like I didn't even think about it until yeah. it was too late, and yeah. like we we're about to record, basically. Yeah. But um, I'm sure it could have. Yeah. It could well have made the list if I'd watched it more recently, and I actually kind of knew what it was more. Mm. Um, because yeah, I didn't realize that it was such a highly acclaimed film. Yeah. Um, because I remember seeing it back then. Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember being like blown away by it. So I guess it, it, it just it my, just hit just the right note for people. That, my moment of 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 ridiculous David Russell fandom didn't yeah, yeah. didn't arrive until until uh, um, American Hustle. It's American Hustle, yeah. Which and then since then I've been like, oh, I'm paying real attention to everything that David Russell does now. But at the well, time, I mean, and I think I feel like that was most people. Like, yeah, but at the time yeah. when Three Kings came out, like in '99, I yeah. wasn't thinking about like, whoa, this David Russell guy is pretty awesome. You know, it just yeah. didn't. It didn't land the same I mean, way. I I didn't see American Hustle at the time. I only yeah. saw American Hustle like about a year ago when you really prompted me to see it, and I saw it. I was like, so, "Oh, damn! So, so this is brilliant." So uh, and yeah, my last one is uh, Lake Placid, which 
Uh, I really enjoy Lake Placid. That is also not a good movie. Yeah, well, absolutely. Like, it is a dumb it's, giant alligator it's, film. It's the speed of, it, oh, of alligator films. That, that is, it's that just is constant real... one-liners. Yeah. Just like, totally ridiculous. Oh, just, Entertaining, yeah. but... Yeah. Uh, Oliver Platt is, is super good in, in... Bill Pullman? Bill Pullman, like, yeah. It's, it is, like, really, like, like, in, like, the same way as speed, like, kind of, like, what are these, like actors doing in this kind of not good but like good but dumb film yeah. like you know yeah it, uh, the only thing uh, good about like Placid is just the constant one line yeah, yeah. which are amazing yeah. uh, what, what do you what do you what do you got uh, okay I got Payback oh I yes was, I was really like yeah, Payback I, I actually had forgotten about I haven't payback, seen it in a really long time I should watch it again um, I always get I, a little confused I've actually never seen the director's cut version which is yeah. the um, uh, Payback straight up <laughs> uh, which is the one that I actually own on DVD, yeah. but I've never actually watched it. Um, yeah. So I I always get confused between stuff that happens in Payback and stuff that happens in Ransom. Yeah, like I know, like if I try well, to Ransom, think about those he's films, just a dude who's yeah. ki- whose son gets kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. But, but just like in Payback, scenes he's and like stuff. he's like a criminal. As he's well. a criminal. He's yeah, like a yeah, yeah. Just like, certain like like some of the like that the scenes and stuff. I'm like, wait. Which movie was uh, that so in? Got Rushmore, you mentioned. Mummy, you mentioned. South Park, you mentioned. Sixth Sense, you mentioned. Um, Bowfinger? Bowfinger, yeah, that came up actually great, the other night. Great comedy. The other night um, uh, when we were talking about movies written, from, from written, the 90s. Yeah, yeah. co-starring uh, Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy, written by Steve Martin yeah. and directed by Frank Oz. Yeah. One of the best uh, uh, comedy well, directors. Uh, um, like, creative comment- yeah. uh, comedy. Like, yeah, really, really, like, clever. It's really good. That was another one that came real close to making the list, yeah. but I just haven't seen it in a uh, really long time. 99. Good year for good comedies. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of comedies. Yeah. yeah. A lot of good comedies. Um, a movie which is not a good movie, really. <laughs> well, it is and it isn't. Yeah. It is, but... <sighs> it's not as bad <laughs> as what people say. Okay. Because it's a very, like, widely panned, huge oh. box office bomb. Very panned. Oh, okay. And it's not... As bad as people say, but it's also not like great, and that's uh, the Thirteenth Warrior. Oh, but the Thirteenth Warrior has something I that nothing about makes Thirteenth <laughs> Warrior has something that elevates it, that makes it worthwhile putting on the list for me, which is it has that thing that I really love, where it handles the question of language very interestingly, yes. because it's all about uh, this. Um, it's Antonio Banderas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who, despite being a Spanish <laughs> guy, he plays a uh, an Arab yeah. uh, sort of explorer uh, who was an actual historical uh, character uh, person. Um, and he what do you call that brown washing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's brown washing. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he um, uh, met or he made contact with a group of Vikings. Yeah. And right. Yeah. He wrote yeah. about um, he wrote about. Uh, his experience of of experiencing like this completely different culture and um <clears throat> so the 13th warrior is basically based on that historical element crossed with kind of um like the beowulf story like, sort right of. right um it, it was uh based on uh the book eaters of the dead by uh michael Crichton. that's right that's right by yes. michael Crichton, yeah, the yeah. author of Jurassic park and many many others mm-hmm. um and uh what so what they do is when he first meets the is that his dialogue and everything is all like regular English because it's for because he's the point of view character mm-hmm. so it's you know it theoretically of course it's really like Arabic or whatever because yeah. he's an Arab but like for the audience it's it's just regular English because mm-hmm. it's an American movie um, 
so we're seeing you know his perspective. And then when he meets the Vikings, they're all like speaking Norse, Norse because yeah, he doesn't understand them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he, as he spends time with them and gets to know them, he like starts learning their language. So as he's learning their language, and it shows him like working on it and stuff. As he's learning their language, gradually the dialogue of the the Vikings they start dropping in random English, English words, words. Yeah. as he starts to learn. And then eventually, when he becomes fluent enough, then all the Viking characters like English, are yeah. regular English because, again, we're seeing it from his perspective. Yeah. So once he becomes fluent, it becomes all, yeah. you know, which is awesome. Yeah. Such a cool way to really do it. Really creatively Such done. a cool yeah. way to do it. I, you know, we talked about this before, like with it, Hunt for October. Yeah, and yeah. There's a number of movies where they find really interesting ways to deal with the language issue. And I, I love and that. Being it's the so nature cool of, of, like, how the... How, how like like because you know he's with them for a long period of time yeah. like doing it slow like that works yeah yeah oh it's awesome yeah because because i mean and I this because they yeah. even have stuff like he he they have things like they're teaching him like parts of their language and stuff but he's like he's showing them things about like writing and stuff because mm. of course at that time like have pre, ri- pre-christian they didn't have times, language like, they yeah. didn't have writing in this in the way that we understand now mm-hmm. they had you know symbols and runes yeah. and stuff but they didn't have like regular written out yeah. language. So he's like showing them like, Oh, writing. And they're like, Whoa, like yeah. crazy, you know? And it's just really cool. It's just, mm. you know, and then it all ends with this crazy battle, you know, mm. Viking battle, like stuff with, you know, these weird, like kind of proto humans and stuff. Mm. It's weird, but yeah, it's, it's, so not really a great film, but it just does certain things really cool. And it's very memorable to, to me. And uh, I just really like it. I think nice. it's really under- yeah, it's should, really should, underrated should, for. What- I saw it pop up and I was just like, I don't. Yeah, people. Much it's about like it. a really low-rated movie, and it was like a big, huge. It was like it was one of those like legendary, like biggest bombs ever. Uh, to, up there with like you know Last Action Hero and those kind of things, where it's like you know these these like massive, massive movies that cost so much to make, and yeah. then they just bomb so badly. It's like one of those. Ugh. Um but it's definitely it's not as bad as that. It's it's pretty decent. Oh. Uh, Three Kings you already talked about. Messenger you talked about, and then um, Sleepy Hollow, one of the ultimate Tim Burton movies. I mean, yeah. like it has everything. It almost it, it's almost the point where Tim Burton almost kind of moved into like self parody. Yeah, because like it's was... it's almost so Tim Burton. It's like almost too Tim Burton. And it's, that was it, like, I, when I saw Sleepy Hollow pop up. I, it's been so long since I seen it. I couldn't remember. I was like. Was this okay or was this bad? It's good. Yeah, was it good? Oh, it's good. Okay. But like it's teetering cuz it's uh, almost the point where like you know Tim Burton might be starting to get a little too uh, far up his own butt kind of yeah. kind of th- point, you know. Mm. Like it's it's almost a little too Yeah. like on the nose. It, it almost sort of is like is like, you know, people trying to like you know, like, hey, let's make like a movie just just like a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. And then they make it, and it's like, wow, that's like really on the nose and obvious, like you know, Tim Burton movie. But it, it was Tim Burton doing it. Was it was literally Tim Burton you doing know? it. So yeah. What do you... So I mean, I think it, definitely it could be argued this is kind of where like lapsing into a bit of self parody started started to happen. Um, but uh, it's still pretty cool. Um, yeah. Johnny Depp's good in it. Um, <coughs> It's really good visually, um, yeah. And it and it has, still has at least one quote that I do all the time, which is, and it, whenever people t- talk about something being taken, mm. like, 
you know, have you, have you taken that order, you know, right. or like, like any kind of like take, you know, taken sort of thing, uh, you know, and I always do the taken by the headless horseman. Cause it's the whole thing about like, like, you know, they find the bodies and they never have heads, heads you know, yeah, and yeah. it's always just where are like, the heads? where are the heads taken by the headless horseman. So anyways, yeah, nice. That's it. Um, That's all I got. Yeah. No, excellent. Um, so yeah, most of my, most of my, uh, Arnold mentions are like things that, um, I have some sort of um, like personal I, yeah. attachment to, or or that I liked, but like I I know they're not necessarily great movies. I mean, some of them were great, but I had I, I, I had one more actually. Uh, uh, Notting Hill. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, as a well, you, romantic you're, comedy. You're the rom com guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not too. And, I'm not uh, really familiar with that. I, one. Uh, good, good. Uh, Rugged Hugh Grant. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, real, real funny. Yeah. Um, that's what he does. That, that British American yeah. character crossover, yeah. and yeah, it's, it's what he does. Yeah. So that's our top five in '99, mm-hmm. 1999, and the '90s are done. And with that, we will never talk about a film from the '90s again. That is not a true. <laughs> that is not a true statement. I, I thought that's. I thought no. that's what we were doing here. We're, no. Oh. Oh. Not a true statement. Oh. Anyways. Uh, all right. Uh, so next episode mm-hmm. is our episode 100. Mm-hmm. Never thought we were going to make it, but we did. Uh, I did. Like, we just after, kept doing them. Now we made it to after a certain point. I was yeah. like, "Well, yeah, yeah sure we will." Yeah, because yeah, after we did ninety-seven, I thought, "Well, we might as well I, do a hundred. I didn't think we would make it. <laughs> it wasn't so much that I doubted we'd make it this far. I doubted that we would make it this far without ever missing. Yeah, any at not a single time. week. Yeah, yeah. But um, so um, next week what we're doing is something a little different, as it will be. Yeah. Well, after you know, ten back to back. Top fives, yeah. Of the, the 90s. We're gonna, yeah, because we're going to do uh, the only decade we have not touched on, which is 2000, 2000 to 2009. Nine, yeah, because we did 10 to 14 yeah. uh, as our first top five. Yeah, because it was past five years past five when years. we started. We, yeah. yeah, we started this in 2015. Yeah, um, well, we're coming up on our two years as well. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, and um. So we're so like, for, like, holy for, crap! So for the two thousand, instead of just doing like a normal top five like yeah. we we normally do, yeah. for the two thousands, we're gonna bring we're each gonna bring basically our short lists, yeah, and then we're gonna hash out a top. 10. I guess a top ten. Yeah, you know, so an overall five movies 10. for about each of us. Yeah, because yeah. oftentimes you know, no crossover that week. Next week, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, crossover. The crossover will be basically. Well, that lo- that's why we have ten selections. Yeah, spots. but yeah, the yeah. crossover will be probably most of the selections because yeah, most of them yeah. will be the ones that yeah. like, oh, you have that. Well, I have that too. Well, obviously, that's it's on the, the list. list. Yeah, yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, so we'll kind of talk <laughs> somehow, about somehow at the end of it. We only come up with nine films. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll yeah. hash it out and end up with like a, a overall top ten for. Uh, 2000s, which I mean, I, I feel like that works well with like sort of zero, 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 yeah, the yeah, theme, sure. the aughts, the aughts, and I never use it. Yeah, so. no, I, it was, it's never, I've never really yeah. thought about it because yeah. I just think, just, it just, just like, like retroactively, that's how yeah. I always gets referred to as, and it's I was the like, 2000s. the 2000s, yeah. If you just say aughts, that could be like, the, the night could be the 19 to yeah. 1910, you yeah. know, uh, yeah, like it's, Six. it's not, it's not, not numerically specific enough. Yeah. Um, I guess it's neither saying like the '90s, but <laughs> you know, true. <laughs> but yeah, well, actually, it's a funny story about that. I'll just quickly say, 
uh, I was listening I to... I always assume I'm referring to decades I was alive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, was listen- I uh, listened to a bit of the um, uh, Mercury Theater on the Air, which is the uh, radio program that um, Orson Welles did. Uh, the, the, um, the famous um, uh, Where the Worlds broadcast was part of that series. And it was basically like him taking his theatrical team yeah. uh, and doing uh, radio plays, basically. Yeah. Um, and um, I was listening to some of those, and uh, the second episode is um, the new uh, Treasure Island. And uh, each episode, Orson Welles does kind of like an intro where he sets up like what they're going to be doing. Uh, the first episode is actually Dracula, and it's actually really good. Um, but uh, like it's a really good version of Dracula. Uh, but uh, he'll usually do like a little setup thing, and in the Treasure Island one, he, uh, at one point he's talking about like the eighties. But it's the eighteen. And he's literally because this these are <laughs> these radio programs are from the thirties, yeah. late thirties. So he's talking about like oh you know back in like the eighties. Fifty blah, years blah. ago, and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, I guess back then, even well, then, you because you just don't. It was the 80s, you yeah, know. like like that mode of referencing decades. Yeah. seems much more modern. Than but that. it's not. No, they it's, even yeah. back then, you know, they no. they used to refer to like oh like back in the back in the good old nineties, and it was like literally oh, yeah, the eighteen nineties. You know, yeah. it's literally <laughs> like eighteen nineties. So. I think that's funny that that's been a thing like for so long mm. and it just kind of changes each century. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so that's, uh, that's what we're going to be doing next week. We're going to, we're going to hash out a, a top 10 list. Yeah. And uh, so that should be, that should be interesting. Yeah. Something and then totally uh, different, but, and then after that, we'll get back into actually watching movies and talking about, yeah. Them. Well, we've watched a few. Yeah. Yeah. But we've yeah. seen a couple. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, uh, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to episode 99, and uh, we'll see you next week for episode 100. All right. Till then, I'm Chris. Big milestone. Zemmet. Cheers. Bye-bye.